Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Epic? Oh, what's new, J-Dub? Oh, just hanging out. Monday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am Al Hefe. That is J-Dub's Are You Somebody? We'll find out tonight. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you beat somebody in the hideout. You pick up the phone, you dial those numbers. Uh, J-Dubs, that is Chunks, the executive producer of The Hideout, mm-hmm. did a fantastic job Friday night at Premiere. He hands the AOL Instant Messenger, which is Real Radio Hideout. It's Tommy Bateman, our director in charge of the talk and roll controls, responsible for The Hideout page on RealRadio.fm. Also decides what gets podcasted on that webpage and as well on iTunes. I have a little problem with Bateman right now. We'll get into that in a second. That is uh, Matt Albert. He apparently is third Mike and writer. That's alleged. We know for a fact that he's six foot five, five hundred pound, twenty one year old black virgin with graying hair and patchy baldness, and he likes to suck on ram bones. And that is uh, Gibbs, the unpaid producer. He will be screening your phone calls and also hosting um, the Hideout Headlines game show here in just about fifteen minutes. You heard the headlines on the Phillips file. You're turning them into prizes here in fifteen minutes. The Hideout Headlines uh, game show, five categories, world. National, local, sports, and entertainment, j Dub. Mm-hmm. So this evening, Monday night, a lot to get to. Um, of course, since it is Monday night, uh, during the Hide Outdoor Prize Blowout, which is in the third hour, we'll do was it? our weekend recap game. Uh, that's in the third hour of the Hideout. Second hour, Ask the Attorney with Tom Luca. Uh, three specific things to ask him, two of which involving us. Yes. That happened over the weekend. Yeah, us and our... It was a crazy weekend. Yeah. It was a very, very odd weekend. Absolutely. Then on, uh, let's see, at the oh, fourth hour of the hideout, mm-hmm. uh, coming up, um, we will be talking to pirate porn star Austin Moore. She was one of the stars in the highly coveted pirate porn, and uh, she will be joining us in the hideout during, quote-unquote, Safe hours, so that is after 10. Uh, Dub, speaking of um, stuff that is kind of, I don't know, off the beaten path, I have the audio. Maybe you've heard about it. I have the audio of the Iraqi teen beatings by the English troops, the U.K. troops, the British troops. Now, um, in this audio, which we'll play for you after the Headlines Game Show, and you do not want to miss it, I've told you a little bit about it. It's disturbing for a couple of reasons, and I'll describe the audio more in the video more when we get into it. But the reason it's the most disturbing, other than the fact that it's, you know, armed troops beating up on teenagers, 
which whatever, they were you know causing a disturbance, fine. You have to listen to the way the corporal is doing the play-by-play on the audio. I got, I don't know, one, two-word-ish, I don't know. Combined Was his name word. Larry Michael? No, here's the thing. No, not at all. <laughs> it wasn't. Unbelievable. Um, it's, it's, Eating some Lay's potato chips while he's doing it. Touchdown! It's Kid Toucher-esque. It is very creepy. It, I'll say this. Sam Huff? It sounds as if, stop. It sounds as if um, the guy could possibly be whacking it. Really? While he's watching. Dude, it, you're, uh, you're thinking, no way. He's watching teenagers get beaten up. Wait and listen. So we'll play that for you after the Hideout headline, uh, Hideout Headlines game show, which is uh, here in about 10 minutes. And if you want to get start getting lined up for that, too, um, now's your chance to be a winner as uh, we got the open lines for it. 407 916 1041. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and star one zero four one on your uh, singular wireless phones. So uh, so Dubs, mm-hmm. let's start off though with a very big thank you to everybody involved with Friday night's broadcast at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. First of all, thank you to Tony and Scott over at Premier. They were fantastic and went above and beyond what we ever could have thought. Thank you to the heretics who came out in droves. Even on a quote-unquote cold night here in Central Florida. Uh, also, too, thank you to our crew, uh, Tommy Bateman and Chunks, especially. Just did well. Tommy did a lot of the audio stuff for the games, which was fantastic. And Chunks kind of kept it all organized and just did a great job. So, you guys, kudos. And of course, as usual, Dubs, uh, kudos to you and me for just being yes. fantastic hosts. Oh, we were perfect, flawless. Not a single verbal flub. Mm-hmm. We shook the hands. We didn't kiss any babies. Matt Albert kissed the doll, though, but that was different. Hey, when are those pictures going to be up on realradio.fm? I know, I'm sure there are a lot to get to. I haven't even received any from uh, promotions that or is, Chick-fil-A John. That is not good. No. Because usually it takes you a while to edit them because you have to put the uh, black bars over the eyes to protect identities. All right, we need to get at somebody then. Let's get a hold of promotions in Chick-fil-A, John. See if we can get everything straight. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of problems going on in the hideout right now. Oh, that's right. You had an issue with... Uh, can I finish with the premiere thing Please, first? go ahead. I'm just not a happy camper right now. I do want to say, though, thank you very much. I think it was a complete success. And I'm looking forward to hopefully a second annual. Uh, congratulations to EJ who uh, used to play football for the University of Miami. He you sure won- about that? I didn't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> he won the... I never uh, saw any rings. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> he won the... Uh, the U? What's that? The shopping spree went through and got the closest. And also congratulations to our runner-up, Joy, who, as you were trying to get close to $587.25 worth of uh, fantastic merchandise over at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet... Mm-hmm. Got nearly $1,600 in vibrators and dildos. <laughs> she didn't actually get to keep those, but yeah. Overshot it. Yeah, they a did, little bit. They did give her mm-hmm. uh, a nice $100 toy. So Out thank of the you. kindness of their hearts. Yeah, and thank you so much again to the Premier Adult Factory Outlet, 5009 South Orange Blossom Trail, just south of Holden. Um, thank you so much to them. All right, now, Dubs, we have a new live broadcast to focus yes. our attention on. This Friday... The second Stunt Bowl, Stunt Bowl 2, starring Tuttle. 17 stunts on the 17th this Friday at the Metro in Melbourne. 
So much more information, but if you are in Melbourne, anywhere near that vicinity, I would almost say get there early, because from what I understand, the place is going to be packed to watch Tuttle abuse himself for three hours. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a, We have a whole thing planned out there. It's going to be a whole party. Uh, I know our buddy's going to be playing the uh, after party. Bong Swap Matt and uh, the Heretic Band, uh, Cover the Sun, will be doing a live show when we get off the air there at the Metro. So there's a lot going on. Melbourne, Real Radio and the Hideouts coming to your town. Prepare yourself. Dubs now. We can turn this music off because you have issues. How did it turn to Rawhide? I don't know. After I don't know. The graduation music does that at some point. What's the problem with Tommy Batts and you? Well, I came in here today. I walked by Matt Albert's car. <laughs> okay. No. I saw that he left the lights on in his car. I come up, I rush right up and uh, come into the office. I pull you out of the office, laughing hysterically, saying, Matt Albert left his lights on, and now, uh, let's not tell him. Now, for the record, for the record, Matt, I said, we have to tell him. What? I cannot afford, I cannot afford for this son of a bitch to go throwing down some money on a battery when he owes me rent. But, uh, I guess Tommy Bateman snuck by me, uh, either on my way up or... It was so I waved to you in the elevator. Yeah, but y- you ran up here before I got a chance to uh, tell you, and Matt Albert uh, got told by Tommy Bateman that his lights were left on, and my dream of laughing at him on air while he's running down to save his <laughs> dead battery was were crushed. Oh, well, I'm sorry. You know, your whole bit was ruined. Now, here's Dubs' thing. It's not the, It's not even because it's a bit. He just wanted your <laughs> night to be ruined when you went downstairs like and tried to turn on your car. Like I, need, like I needed more help with that. <laughs> but I'm wondering why you have your lights on at 5 o'clock in the afternoon to drive uh, up here. I have no idea. I, I think I just hit it as I got out of the car. There's so much of me, things get hit. Just one of just, the rolls under your arm? Yeah. Just you screaming. Knocking stuff all over. Throwing barrels out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> do you Jumping f- on luggage. Do you feel that Tommy Bateman owes you since he ruined the bit for you? Yes. I feel like uh, something is owed to me. What does he owe you? I don't know. A sandwich? I'd enjoy a sandwich. That would make up for it. How is it that Chunks would have to <laughs> stick his face in acid for you? But I'll they... buy a sandwich too. I just <laughs> that's okay. Go get it. It was my fault. I wasn't thinking correctly. Actually, I do have uh, some money for you today. By the way. Oh, it, well, it, thank you. In fact, uh, when Bateman came up and told Matt, at that point, I decided, all right, fine. I'm past the whole thing of uh, being good guy. I, when he starts telling Matt, I'm like, no, no, and I'm waving my hands, no, 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 don't, don't tell him. And then he tells Matt, and Matt goes out to do now, something. I'd already said it by then, and then you go, you shook your head, no, and I was like, well, you're supposed to call me before you, before these things. Well, I, I, I was think, wondering why you acted weird when he started telling me. I know. It wasn't like, obvious what the hell are you doing? I, I didn't think that you uh, would have seen it, because you usually park up in the front, and uh, Matt was parked in the back, so I didn't think you would have seen his lights were still on. Yeah, I came in the sideways because I hate waiting for that light out there. Well, Matt, crisis averted. Yeah, great. It's turning up for you. Yeah. And apparently you're supposed to lose your virginity this Friday in Melbourne, right? <laughs> what? That's what, what I'm hearing. What's going on there? I got a couple of messages about some chicks who are ready to uh, get up on Matt. Really? Climbing that mountain? <laughs> they probably look like mountains. What? 
probably well, you, had, back you, didn't get, you haven't been talking to these chicks online, like on MySpace or anything? No. Oh, I think I ruined the surprise. My bad. Uh, let's play a game. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, live and in studio on a Monday night. Remember, this Friday we're going to be in Melbourne for Stunt Bowl 2 with Tuttle. 17 stunts on the 17th in uh, in the Metro in Melbourne. So uh, check it on. More info is online. Uh, the Hideout page on RealRadio.fm. Time for the Hideout Headlines Game Show, brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Wholesale Furniture Market, 436 in Castlebury, next to Sam's Club. For more information, call 407-332-1314 with our boys Big Dog Steve and uh, Dubs' uncle Joe Dubs. Mm-hmm. It's the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, and entertainment. If you guess right, you win big. Big. Now here's your host, Gid. All right, could be multiple choice, fill in the blank, or true or false. Uh, 407-916-1041 is the uh, telephone number, although the lines are already jammed for contestants in the Hideout Headlines Game Show. We'll go to the people who have been waiting patiently since uh, the last segment, J-Dub. Start it with Jim out in Daytona. Jim, which category would you like, buddy? World, national, local, sports, or entertainment? Give me national, man. All right, here's national news with Sir Gibbs. All right, national is true or false. The White House acknowledged today that President Bush did not know Saturday evening that Vice President Dick Cheney had accidentally shot a hunting companion, which is why the information wasn't made public until the next day. Is that true or false? That's false. You are correct, sir. He did know about it Saturday. All right, so is he correct or incorrect? Yeah, he's correct. All right, hold on. You're uh, you're a winner, Jim. Congratulations. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Actually... At the end, uh, if we have time, at the end of this segment, I want to play that. I have that on an audio CD, like the whole breakdown of it. Oh, really? And the uh, the White House press corps given Scott McClellan, the um, spokesperson for the White House, the press secretary, giving him a lot of crap over it, a lot of heat. So it's very, it's actually pretty interesting. We'll get more into it there in a second. Uh, let's go to John in Orlando. Been waiting patiently. Next up, John. World, local, sports, or entertainment? Which would you like? Entertainment. All right, here's entertainment with Gibbs. All right, entertainment is fill in the blank. Peter Benchley, writer of this novel-turned-movie, died this weekend at the age of 65. Fill in the blank. What was the question again? I'm sorry. Um, Peter Benchley, writer of this novel-turned-movie, died this weekend at the age of 65. Jaws. Correct, sir. Nice. Good job, John. I didn't have any idea. Was his eyes black and lifeless before he was killed? (laughs) Did his body spill out (laughs) over the dock? (laughs) Did they shoot a bunch of uh, barrels into him to keep him afloat? We're going to need a bigger coffin. Uh, it's a Hideout Headlines game show, Real Radio 104.1. I've never seen one take six barrels. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Gene in Sanford here in the Hideout. Get Gene. out of the water. <laughs> Gene, nothing, guys. hey, buddy, world, local, or sports? Uh, let's go sports. I hear sports with uh, Gibbs. All right, sports is multiple choice. This Nextel Cup driver criticized racing safety guidelines this year following his third place finish in the Budweiser shootout on Sunday. Was it A. A. Dale Earnhardt Jr., 
B, Jeff Gordon, C, Kenny Wallace, or D, Tony Stewart? Kenny Wallace. No. Uh, I'm sorry. It was D, Tony Stewart. Okay, so like, I need a little education. Mm-hmm. So I thought the Daytona 500 kicked off the season. It does. Yeah. So what's the shootout then? Shootout is like a pre-race. Is it is it is it like preseason? Yeah, it's like kind of like a practice thing where they get all the kinks worked out before the Daytona 500. Okay, it qualifies them. It qualifies them, right? Like for a different certain. No, spot. that's for, that's qualifying. Well, doesn't the winner get the pole position or something like that? No, it's oh. just a race. Oh. It's like an exhibition race. Okay, all right. Very good. I'm glad we have a NASCAR expert in Matt Albert, the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for my title. Uh-huh. It's on your card. Uh, let's go to uh, Link. Black is the number three car. <laughs> Link and Altamont, you're next up. World or local, buddy? Uh, let's go for local. All right, let's, here's local with uh, Fathead Gibbs. All right, local is fill in the blank. Ten inmates sued the State Department of Corrections and its former secretary, James Crosby, today, saying that they were severely burned when guards at Florida State Prison sprayed them with what? Let's fill in the blank. Yeah, it's the news. All right. You got it? What were the inmates sprayed with? Mace. Mace. No! Uh, it was actually chemicals. Well, I guess I could count, but it was tear gas and pepper spray. That, was, that, that counts. Yeah. Call back, you win. Good job. You were such on a roll, too, you idiot. Hi. I have Link, you're a winner. Call back and we'll hook you it's up. Tear gas and pepper spray. And that counts, essentially. Mace. Ah. <laughs> um... 407 All right, let's go to uh, Dr. Dahl in Orange County. You're next up. You ready, Doc? Yeah. All right, you're What's left up, with... guys? How you doing? All right, brother. You're left with World. Yeah, I'm stuck with the good old World, world mm. category. Here we go. Stuff. All right, All right. Uh, it is multiple choice, though, and it says, UN peacekeepers opened fire today, killing at least one and wounding four protesters who were protesting the recent election in this country. Was it A, Zimbabwe? B, Iran, C, Haiti, or D, Sweden? Ooh. Uh, I know it's not Iran. Uh, what was C? C was Haiti. Yeah, I'm going to go Haiti. You're a winner. Congratulations, yeah. Doctor. Four out of five. Nice. Good job. You guys paying attention during the Phillips file and the headlines. Four out of five of you turned it into prizes. Uh, all right, you guys go get switched up because I want Chunks to play that audio. From the uh, the vice president in the shooting. And make sure you go through all the other people who are on hold and tell them thank you so they don't have to sit there on hold as far as waiting for the game show. Now, them holding out on the uh, information or thing, do you find it to be a big deal? I don't know. It, it was a hunting trip. An accident happened. I don't think it's really something that... You know, had well, to be announced immediately. That's why I want you to listen to this uh, this piece of tape. Because... Uh, David Gregory, who I think does a fantastic job for NBC, mm-hmm. and he's in the White House press corps, kind of puts it in perspective. Because you're thinking, all right, hunting trip, no big deal. All right, listen to this uh, from there. The vice president was quail hunting in, in, in uh, near Corpus Christi in Texas, and uh, he uh, accidentally hit... Pause Harry, it. Pause uh, it real quick. Is this Gibbs' sister reading the news? What the hell's going on? <laughs> You can hear a head swing. Harry Whittington, uh, who was actually hunting with him, uh, he is doing okay. The vice president is visiting with him today. Uh, essentially, it was uh, he was accidentally sprayed with what they call birdshot, which is the kind of 
bullets, if you will, that they use. You're, you're right. I never noticed it. She's wearing a Seminoles hat during the report. <laughs> Big FSU on the front. Now, now here's the problem, though. At least she was outside, and D.C. was incredibly mm. cold with the whole nor'easter or whatever it was that blew through. So maybe that's a, a little a tad bit forgivable. Yeah. With what they call birdshot, which is the kind of uh, bullets, if you will, that they use when they quail hunt. Uh, the vice president spoke with uh, Mrs. Catherine Armstrong, and they agreed that she should make that information public. She was an eyewitness. She saw what occurred, and she called her local paper to provide those facts to the local paper. And the vice president's office was ready to comment on it uh, at that point. Well, I think you can always look at you can always look back at these issues and look at uh, how to do a better job. Well, but let's not, it's not really a, a hindsight issue here. I mean, the vice president made a decision about how the public should be notified that basically is at odds with the standard practice of how the president's own press operation in this White House notifies the public. Isn't that right? Well, uh, again, this was handled by the vice president's office. The vice president thought that Mrs. Armstrong should be the first one to get that information out since she was an eyewitness. Let's just be clear here. The vice president of the United States accidentally shoots a man. And he feels that it's appropriate for a ranch owner who would witness this to tell the local Corpus Christi newspaper and not the the, the, the White House press corps at large or notify the public in a national way. Well, now, wow. that's a, he does kind of sum it up right there when you think about it. The vice president did shoot a man, be it accidentally, on a hunting trip. There's no reason why that word shouldn't get out kind of immediately. Now, here is Scott McClellan's reasoning as to why it was. The White House press corps at large or notify the public in a national way? Well, I think we all know that once it is made public, then it's going to be news, and all of you are going to be seeking that information. And the vice president's office was ready to provide additional information uh, to reporters. There was no traveling White House press corps with the vice president, as there is with the president in a situation like this. So there are some different circumstances. And the other circumstance here was that someone was injured and needed medical care, and the vice president's team was making sure he was getting taken care of and that he got to the hospital and received additional treatment. Now, uh, now that's the that's the interesting thing about it, though, J Dubs, is uh, this presidency just really can't do much right when it comes out. Can't go uh, dove hunting or yeah, quail hunting. They can't hunt right. Pretzel eating. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> bike riding. Nothing goes well. I mean, they can't get on a Segway. How how reading? How off the mark are they? Just on everything, be it um, getting Osama or hunting quails. And who hunts quails? Like, why out of everything would you go hunting quails when it really came down to it? And it's, yeah, I don't know. And I don't know what a, what what the, uh, the attraction to going quail hunting other than just regular hunting or going hunting for more normal things. Uh, here's our buddy Zeppelin in the hideout on Road Radio. Hideout Heretic Zeppelin. What's up, Zeppelin? Nothing much. What's going on, guys? Hey, dude. Hey, well, it's, it's not a matter of why you hunt hunting quail. you got to... What, what was this lawyer? He deserved to get shot. He went hunting with a shotgun with a brain-dead retard. That's like going hunting with Carl Childers from Sling Blade when you're going hunting with Dick Cheney. All right, man. That's, that's Just not the retard from Mice and Men Pet You. That's, that's what's going that's on. That's not a bad point, Zeppelin. Thank you. Think of the rabbits, Dick. Think of the rabbits. Did you uh, have something you wanted to uh, tell me, Tommy? Uh, for the thing on Friday? Yeah. Uh, I have to make up for my uh, 
for making Matt Albert's life hell, for not making it hell yeah, to Dubs. And I was thinking, since Hefe says, you know, Matt Albert seems to know a lot about NASCAR, which he does, the only other person at the station that knows a lot about NASCAR is Tuttle. So I was thinking maybe some sort of... <laughs> how you doing, Matt? Some sort of NASCAR trivia contest. All right, so hold on a sec. So we do NASCAR trivia, but for what? Hmm. Well, they are polar opposites. Yeah, because it would be interesting. I mean, you got the Waterhead, um, Tuttle. How about if Matt wins, he gets to smack Tuttle in the face? I like that. Ooh, that's good. What do you think, Like a real smack. Like a nice, good smack to the face. I think Tuttle would like that a lot. What happens if I lose? You have to take one of his stunts. Of his choosing. You're in. That's awesome. It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Still coming up, whose weekend was, and another chance for you to win prizes also, too. Ask the attorney with Tom Luca and the star of the um, largest selling adult movie ever, Pirates, uh, from the pirate porn. I was not aware that that was the largest adult movie ever. That's what I saw. Yeah, uh, I Austin gr- Moore. Is going to be joining us in the 10 o'clock hour of the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. First couple of quick calls based on the headlines. Let's go to Steve in Orlando. What do you got, Steve? Hey, do you all think that one of the vice president's secret service agents said, Hey, nice job, Dick. Uh, it could be possible. Or headline, uh, Dick shoots man in face and chest. There are a lot of opportunities there. Spray shot. It was. Mm-hmm. Chris in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys, how you doing? All right, buddy. Hey, man, I've been enjoying y'all's show. Hey, I uh, was just wanting to make a uh, comment about the Bud Shootout. Okay. You know what it is. It's uh, poll winners from the previous season and the past winners of the shootout, and it's just strictly a money race. You know, it doesn't really count. For it okay. Whoever wins it gets a big old paycheck. Okay, all right. Fair. It, it's for money, but it's not for uh, any points towards. Any points or anything. It's okay. just for people who won the pole position. The poll for each race and past winners of the shootout. Uh, now, let me ask you this. Is it also, too, um, just kind of like a tune-up, like Matt Albert said, where the guys are just kind of getting the feel for their cars, that the work that they did on the offseason? Yeah, they they use it. That way, They you know, it helps them set up their cars for the 500. Okay. You know. All right, cool. I appreciate it, Chris. Thank you, my friend. All right. Thanks. Uh, going out to Daytona, Jack, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jack? Hey, what's happening, man? What's I up? can't believe... He's even thinking about taking that bet. Uh, Matt Albert versus Tuttle. Um, uh, now, here's the thing, because I guess Matt Albert knows so much about NASCAR. And he so don't do, know squat. And so does, uh, <laughs> and so does Tuttle. He don't know squat. Um, the, stump him. Stump way to speak English. Now, hey, put it this way. I, I'm, in, I'm right now in Daytona, USA. Mm-hmm. You can ask me any question you want. And I can come up with the answer for it. I, why don't you ask uh, Matt Albert a question? I think that'd work. Here's the thing that's on the line. If Tuttle is able to beat Matt Albert, Matt Albert has to do one of his stunts uh, the 17th uh, coming up this uh, Friday in Melbourne. Now, if Matt Albert beats Tuttle, Matt Albert gets to slap Tuttle on the face. So give a quick question to Matt. Just a real basic one. See how he does. All right. I'll give you a real easy one. Uh, the winner of the Budweiser shootout in uh, 2002. Jeff Gordon. Wrong. Tony Stewart. All right, Mark one for Tuttle. Thank you, Jack. How am I supposed to get that? It's an exhibition three years ago, four years ago. I can't believe you uh, took the bet. Yeah, can't believe I did either. You look angry, Matt. 
Why would I be angry? Your lights aren't on. Yeah. And your car. Great. Oh, don't be mad. What? I'm just sitting here. What do you want me to say? I want you to say something with a smile, my friend. I want you to be jolly, Matt. Just think, you have nothing to do all week but study NASCAR. Yeah, great. You don't have a job. You could just sit there, go on NASCAR.com. Uh-huh. Or just talk to Tuttle. Yeah, that'd be great. Tommy, how could you do this to your best friend, Matt Albert? It was just started as a an idea for a NASCAR trivia thing and snowballed from there. I mean, we're trying to build the hype for this Friday's event. I mean, Chunks already has to do one of Tuttle's stunts this Friday because of him refusing to put on manure-soiled earphones. I sure hope it isn't the taste of the taint. That'd be awful. Mm-hmm. Self-inflicted. That'd just be the worst. It's not that bad, Matt. I mean, look at the look at the list of the uh, stunts. Yeah, it's great. Wonderful. Hmm. Maybe you'll have to give yourself a stink face. I could probably do that. <laughs> I would pay to see it. Sofa King, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Sofa King? Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Great uh, show. Thank you, brother. Uh, I was just wondering if this Friday is going to be like last Friday, like every couple minutes. For like a 20-minute period that cut out for like uh, two or three minutes. Yeah, I heard about that. We yeah, we, we, were, we weren't really aware of it while we were out there broadcasting. Yeah. I, because it, you can't hear it go out in your headphones, but we heard about it. it. It shouldn't be. I know that they had ironed out the kinks, and it sucks that that happened. But um, everything should be, uh, should be a lot better. I mean, I, you never know. When you're dealing with technology, you never know how it's going to be. We did a live broadcast once out at this place. Um, Tequila Don't, Beach. Oh. In Washington, D.C. God. And they, they, there, they didn't even give us a dedicated phone line. They gave us a shared one with the credit card uh, machine. So every time they swiped the credit card at a club, uh, <laughs> the power went out. So. Uh, yeah, our broadcast went out every time anybody wanted to buy a drink, basically. So, you know, I'm not going to complain if we had a few glitches on Friday. But I think people who hung through enjoyed the show. Anything else, Sofa King? Uh, no, good luck next Friday. Appreciate right. the show. Hey, thank you, brother. Thank you. All right, this counts as, hey, hideout, the phone calls, because we're never going to end up, we didn't end up getting into the audio. We'll take one more phone call, break early, and then come back with that okay. audio, J-Dubs. Uh, Joe in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Joe? Hey, LSA, how you doing? Hey, don't forget J-Dubs. What's up? Listen, Matt, uh, Matt's got this all wrong. Uh, if he's going to put out information on your show, he needs to get it correct. The Bud Shootout is all of the poll winners from last year or past Bud Shootout Winners that are racing for $1.1 million. That's quite an exhibition. I hope you get shot in the face. All right, now hold on a second, Matt. Behave. All right, so they're actually going up for a million bones, huh? Absolutely. That's a big payday, Matt. How do you leave that one out? Buy the chain. This isn't like some uh, regular exhibition game. all in your eyes. No, this is a real thing. All right, thank you, Joe. I appreciate you correcting Matt Albert. (laughs) I can't believe after giving out bad information, he took on the... uh, the Tuttle thing. Yeah. You confident? Oh, overconfident. Overconfident. You know a lot about NASCAR, obviously. Not really. You know more than anyone else in here. King of the retards. That's <laughs> what I am. Thanks. Isolate that. And so it's you versus Tuttle? Yeah. 
Can you king of the retards, but can you beat the waterhead? That's the big question for this Friday. Otherwise, which stunt do you not want to do the most? Chunks, do you have the rundown of the stunts? I mean, there's the paintball, yeah. there's paintball, there's a uh, firing squad, there's taser to the tank, there's the hottest yard, which has to be done twice. There are uh, stink faces, um, getting beaten by the fatal fetish girls. Mouse traps, pisky. <laughs> yeah. the, sub, oh. the submissive chair shots where you got to put the uh, belt around your neck. And the you asphyxiated get... chair shot, right. Did you say the staples? It's not a game. Choking is not a game. Oh, yeah, you got that for later, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, staples in the arm? Yeah. So, I mean, it's just... Which one would you like to do most? Mouse traps are the easiest. That's the one that you would should do. Uh, whichever one you did, Hefe, because it was the easiest. What's that mean? Uh, you went out on all the stunts. All right, now all of a sudden you're gonna try to turn this on me, huh? Well, you're gonna talk like Hefe too. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that? Of all time. <laughs> hey, that's my bit. Um, all right, Tommy, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Tommy? Yeah, I was gonna say that um. A bug shootout, it's only... Oh, my God, is every... Thousand dollars. It's like an APB uh, for all hicks. <laughs> Stop. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. <laughs> Monday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Stay tuned if you even want to begin lining up the phone calls for Ask the Attorney with Tom Luca. That'll happen next segment. It's 407 Dubs, real fast, because we did tease it, I do want to play this audio for you. Okay. Okay, I saw this, uh, we've had him on the show before, John Amato, and his website, which I think is fantastic, crooksandliars.com. And apparently this is from two years ago, and there's a whole bub-bub, uh, hubbub, hibbub, whatever, about this uh, in Britain over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Essentially two years ago, there was, I'm going to say a protest, maybe even a, you know some sort of a fight or something between what looked like you know, a bunch of teenagers and the British troops over in Iraq. And it seemed like one of those things where bottles were being thrown and rocks and that kind of thing. A, a protest going on and it got a little violent. I don't know if it was a protest what it was, but it seemed like, you know, at least there were rocks and bottles being thrown. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the U.K. troops go and they push the, uh, you know, the teenagers off. Well, then you watch the video for a second, and they end up grabbing three of these teens and bringing them back into a gated kind of, I don't know if it was a backyard or what it was, but it was like a little gated area, and begin began to beat the hell out of these three teenagers, okay? Now, deserved, undisturbed, undeserved, I don't know. I think it's the only thing they understand. I think uh, teenagers no, or Iraqis. Iraqis. They've had that iron fist on for so long, and now that it's been removed, they go a little crazy. And sometimes you just gotta put that fear back in there. You gotta go, hey, there still is someone here that can whoop your ass. Well, I don't necessarily know about that, but if that's the way you want to look at it, then fine. I may be new, but I'm just your stepdad. I can still kick your ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so here is uh, now a. From what I understand, because you see this on the video, again, at crooksandliars.com, and I do recommend you watching it, um, I guess this was filmed by, an, by a corporal in the British military. Okay. Did you watch the video? I did not watch the video. Okay. Well, here is the audio from the video, and there's about 
I don't know, a good minute before, but there's nothing really you can, you know, there's nothing you can decipher. Okay. But this is the audio from that corporal. I guess he's high atop, high atop a building, looking down with his camera, and he's watching this whole thing as you can, like, I don't know, maybe like four or five stories up, and he's looking down, uh, almost in a sense doing play-by-play while he's videoing the British troops beating the Iraqi teenagers. Oh yes! Oh yes! You're gonna get it! Yes! Naughty little boys! <laughs> yes! 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 So that's essentially it. Um, wow. It sounds like an Asian, uh, English version of you, Dubs, like in a Walmart bathroom. Oh, yeah! I didn't know Zeppelin could speak with an English accent. It's kind of like train spotting meets uh, Baghdad. I don't know. But... I thought it was smart. Anything with an English accent is smart. <laughs> and I found that to be very, very smart. It's it's poignant. Like, like, poignant. He what it, like he knew what he was talking about. Oh, yeah. Automatic credibility in the, uh, in the accent. I told you, didn't it sound like in a way he sort of yeah he was, uh, he was getting, getting off aroused. on it yeah, and the way they're beating these kids too. I mean, one of the kids he's you, you hear him pleading, please no, please no, stop no, and the, the oh, they kid, turned him on more. The kid, well maybe the kid's face down. One of the kids is face down, mm-hmm. and he's uh, got his hands like behind his back. I think maybe arrested or whatever, and his uh, feet are spread. You know, because that's just the way he fell. One of the soldiers comes right up and just kicks him from behind in the nets. And it just, it it's not funny. It really doesn't. No, I was laughing because that's, I was thinking, I was like, if I were him, I'd go up and kick him in the nets right when he's in that position. <laughs> Is that seriously what went through your mind? Yes. I go, I hope he doesn't go for, like, you know, kick him in the face, because that's kind of just, you know, boring. We're this way, he doesn't even see it coming. No, he... And he didn't. There's no <laughs> way he stopped. Where is the video at? Dude. It's awful. It's Where's an awful at? thing, and it's starting a whole other uprising. Laphappy.com? No, it's on crooksandliars.com. I think there's a link on the hideout page on rollradio.fm from when we interviewed John Amato before. Yeah, there is. Hold on. I can't get there fast enough. All right, hold on. Play it one more time, though, again, and listen to the creepiness of this soldier. And I'll add a little ambiance to it, so go ahead. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You're going to get it. Yes, naughty little boys. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, please, don't hurt me. Right? You little f- 
Shoot it out! You little die. Alright, that's good, because there's not much after that part. Uh, I don't know. Interesting. That sounds insane to me. And so there's now a big uprising, and apparently it's from two years ago. That That's a surprising thing. Two years ago, and the, the video's finally surfacing? Right. Right. Now, did, is this the first time they got their hands on it, or is this the first time they're actually throwing it out there? Um, It had been out for a while, and I think it just got leaked. Apparently that's what ended up happening. It got leaked. But it's been, I think it's been around somewhat. Why? I would just found that interesting. Yeah. Two years it's been sitting out there. And so it's been a whole big deal. And again, this isn't going to go, and kind of in a way for me, it's like, oh boy, here are white people beating on brown people. Like that kind of goes into my head. Well, you, I, you as a white man don't understand that, Chunks. I'm Italian. Yeah, and actually, I'm a Latino too by having Italian blood, so we're kind of brothers. But you were brought up thinking that you're white. No Italian. So are you? And that's wrong. <laughs> so why you why you uh, ran on but his parade? Yeah, but I knew. I eventually figured out that I was Latin, or began to not be ashamed of it. Hmm. Need to go back. Yeah. Reprogram you. <laughs> <laughs> Re-education. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. right. Monday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, El Jefe and J-Dub. Still coming up in just about an hour. Whose weekend was it? Our weekend recap game, which you can win prizes. And uh, there in the last hour of the Hideout, we'll talk to Austin Moore, star of Pirates. Pirate porn. Largest selling uh, adult porn, I guess, ever. Yeah. Uh, so we'll chat it up with her. Uh, if you listen closely during this segment, by the way, you may even hear a couple of things for whose weekend was it so that you can win some prizes. If you'd like to ask the attorney with our buddy Tom Luke, and now is your opportunity. If you got into any trouble over the weekend, you have any questions, legal concerns, 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, as Orlando office, uh, you can uh, visit him. On LucaLaw.com, that's L-U-K-A-Law.com, or at 407-895-8887. Ask the attorney with Tom Luca. How's it going, Tom? Yes. How you doing, buddy? What's happening, fellas? Uh, not too much. All right, first a couple of things that may or may not have happened to us uh, over the weekend. Uh, the first one, Dubs was you. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I guess you want to ask Tom about the uh, the penalties of going outside. Yeah. Uh, say you're you've been drinking quite a bit, and you walk back to your car, and there's not a bathroom really around your car, so you decide to go next to the car. Uh, what what could happen to you with uh, something like that? A lot. Yeah. Dubs, you got to be very careful. First and foremost, you you could be guilty of uh, public urination, mm-hmm. which is a simple misdemeanor. But God forbid any kids under the age of 12 are around, all of a sudden, you not, now... Not outside the car, though. I'm sorry? They were in, in the car. Was just, Shut off. Well, <laughs> <laughs> anytime you expose yourself to a child under 12, mm-hmm. you automatically make it a second-degree felony, and then Ooh. you have to register as a sex offender for the rest of your life. Ouch. Just if you urinate outside. Yes. Well, someone if a kid sees you, if, yes. If you're in the eye shot of a kid. Yes. I so to be very careful about when you urinate outside. That is such crap. Well, that that actually pisses me off. 
Um, there's no reason for that. There are a host of people who agree with you, but they all have to register as sex <laughs> I don't but, like. I don't like that one bit. It's never like it. It's never. It's like a kid has never seen anyone tinkle before. They do it themselves. That is crazy. Public urination, I understand. You want to maybe stop diseases. There's no reason you need to be a sex offender. Oh, my, I'm writing my congressperson. That is idiotic. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'll have faith. I wish, and by the way, I wish a kid had seen Dubs. That'd have been no, fantastic. no, that would have been terrible. And Dubs did do it. I have video of it. You do not. I did. Camera phone. So um, how about this? How about if I send that to an elementary school? Would he get in trouble? Oh, uh, well, both you both you and he would probably get in trouble for Me? that one. Me? What the hell? I can't believe it. You're sending, you're sending it over there. Yeah, you're sending it to them, and uh, after you've ran a badge to it, nonetheless. Yeah, so you're actually, not only, not only would you be guilty of uh, exposing, of conspiracy to expose yourself to a minor, you'd also be guilty of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Oh, my goodness. So there you go. These laws. Cafe. (laughs) What crap. Uh, It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Ask the attorney. Light him up. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. One other quick question for you. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's just say one of the heretics got really, really drunk. And somebody had to carry him down three flights of stairs outside on Church Street. Right? Okay. Allegedly. <laughs> now, while he's laid out and the paramedics are on the way to get him, um, a cop goes through his pants to to get out his ID. Well, no, it was his cigarettes. Yeah. To get out his cigarettes, and then proceeded to search through the cigarettes. I guess for drugs. Is that legal? No, it is not. Uh, really? Now, Dub seemed to say that, seemed to think that it was. I, I thought it was legal because he was uh, passed out and they were trying to figure out why. Because my- well, well, oh, if the cop was de- legitimately trying to figure out why he was passed out, then yes. Because if it was a situation in which the cop was just trying to. Now, See what he could find in his pockets while he's sitting there. To me, because here's the thing. Uh, to me, it didn't seem as if we were like, searching for clues. It was more of, hey, here's some cigarettes. Let's check the cigarettes and see if there's any marijuana or dope in it or anything. It didn't. I never heard anything of, does he have anything on him? Or did he take, you know what I mean? I never heard anything like that, Dubs. Allegedly. Yeah, when it yeah unless, unless the officer was legitimately trying to determine why he was passed out, why he, you know, whether he needed medical attention or not. The officer could only, can't really go through a person's pockets like that without consent. And that's the thing, there was no, there was like not even... Well, he, he was not in the uh, ability to give consent. Well, or anyone get, yeah. for example, like, you know, do you mind how I look through your buddy's pockets? Yeah, see, and that was never was asked. Yeah, there was nothing like that, it was... Hey, there's a bulge in his left pants. Let's go find what it is. And, and, and usually they're not even supposed to do that. They're not even supposed to be able to touch you without consent unless you actually stop breathing. Yeah, but he was, I mean, in all in all honesty, uh, he was allegedly passed out on the floor. Was he not breathing, though? Or uh, no, he, he, was, no, he was smiling. <laughs> okay, stop. Yeah, he actually was. He still had a big creepy smile on his face. All right, let's go to some questions for our uh, buddy uh, Tom Luca. Ask the attorney. Uh, 407-916-1041, uh, 1041 888 It's com. Let's go to, uh, David in Deltona. Oh, crap. Hey, Hold on. Call, uh, call Luca back. I didn't, uh, you didn't, uh, you didn't lock him in? I didn't lock him in. 
Well, let's see. Let's, let's hear his uh, question real quick. And well, he's just going to have to re-ask we'll, it. We'll see if we can answer it first and see if we're right. I like I like doing that, seeing if we're right, and then Luca tells him the real answer. Ask the hunt. Uh, yeah, we could give him our uh, what we think it is. Mm-hmm. All right, put him on hold, stupid. We know who it is. You don't have to screen him. <laughs> Sorry about that, Tom. That's all right. All right, let's go over here let's to go the board over there. Uh, let's go to uh, here I we go. Big head. David in Deltona. What's your question for Tom Luca? Hey, just a quick question for you. Um, I was in an accident a few months ago where basically I was hit, I was rear-ended and my and my truck rolled. And uh, everything's fine. My insurance is, is covering all my medical costs and everything else. Is there any recourse? Basically, the person that hit me was on suspended license. Is there any recourse that I can have as far as a like potential like lawsuit with them, or basically, am I just my hospital bills are going to be taken care of as well as my long-term chiropractic bills? Well, if everything's going to be taken care of, you can still file a lawsuit, but again, you have to look at what are your damages going to be. You have to actually allege that your damages are, you know, he's he's responsible for your damages that aren't going to be covered. More than likely, your insurance company is actually going to sue his insurance company for you, and that's who's actually going to pay for your medical expenses and long-term chiropractic bills. That's what I want to make sure of. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. right. Well, thank you very much. There you go. Uh, And if you have any other uh, questions, maybe you need some... uh... You know, maybe some uh, legal expertise off the air. Uh, you can contact Tom Luca at 407-895-8887. All right, let's go uh, over to uh, Nick in, Win- in Winter Park here in the hideout. What's up, Nick? Hey, I just want to ask the lawyer a question real quick. All right, ask the attorney, Tom Luca. What do you got? All right, uh, I'm 17 years old, and me and my buddies are always pulling hay misters. I don't know if you know what those are at a gas station. No. What, what's a hay mister? It's just pull up to a gas station and can't get any beer. I got to ask, hey, mister, can you get me some beer? Uh-oh. So I'm wondering, say this guy gets screwed over by the police, gets caught doing buying us beer. Are me and my buddies in trouble as well, or is, uh, <laughs> is, it, is it just him getting screwed? Or is it just it's his risky fault? For me. It's just him getting screwed. All right. For contributing to the, to the delinquency of a minor. Okay. Why don't you so come I, watch State of Unless, unless you are actually in possession Please. of the beer at the time when the cops roll up, then you are minors in possession of alcohol and you can get in trouble. All right. Thank but you very much. The beer has to change hands. You little son of a bitch. How dare you? Yeah. Can you get in trouble for punching an underage kid for asking yeah, you to buy it? Yeah, for asking you. Is that, I guess that's still <laughs> technically battery, isn't it? Yes, it is. Damn. What if they can't identify you because you blacken their eyes until they're closed? <laughs> and they have no recollection because you uh, beat them to the point that they have forgotten. Uh, well, yeah, it's a case-by-case basis, do, Tommy. Doesn't it always upset you whenever an underage kid asks you to buy? I hated it right when I turned 21. Uh, everyone that was younger was like, hey, could you go buy me beer? And I'm like, I don't even drink, so why am I going to buy you anything? Yeah. We'll give you five bucks. I don't care. Go ask a bum. Actually, Matt Albert, maybe that's a good way for you to start earning some money. <laughs> just, go. just go. Start hanging out at the convenience store. Yeah, hanging out at a uh, liquor store. Designated st- buyer. Liquor <laughs> store. Let's go to Schmirnoff Iceman next up in the hideout on Rob Radio. Ask the attorney with Tom Luca. Go. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I go to work at night, and I carry open containers of alcohol with me to work. Uh, I own my own business, so I can drink all the time. But I carry them in the back of my truck in a toolbox. If I get pulled over... Will I get in trouble for that? Not necessarily because it has to be, it's not actually, it's in, it's in the bed of your truck, is that correct? Yeah, it's in the toolbox in the back. Okay, that's not actually an open container. It has to actually be within, first of all, it has to be open, and second, it has to be within your, what they call your wingspan, meaning that within your arm reach. So if it's in the okay. back of your truck or the, you know, the way, way back in the, in the cab, 
they can't really charge you with it. So all right, good times. I I own a van, and if I'm got an open open container with me while I'm driving, and I get pulled over, I can just chuck it to the back, and it's not in my uh, grasp, so I can. I guess technically, but you want to make sure there's nothing in it, so you want to finish it first <laughs> and then throw it to the back, the right? The problem is that, though, J-Dubs, is you got, you got to watch out for if the cop actually can see you. <laughs> yeah, then if the cop sees you, you're screwed. Well, his windows are totally tinted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so no one, no one sees rate. what goes on there. Oh, yeah, you're driving around in a tinted rape van. They <laughs> never search that. No one sees the little handprints on the windows. <laughs> That's true. Sad little handprints. I got all kinds of Nintendo games and candy bars in the back of it. Yeah, the, the cops will never stop you when I search that van. Uh, let's the go caramel-covered seven-year-old handprints. Uh, let's go to a Frank and Sanford. You're next up in the hideout on Real Radio. drumsticks out. <laughs> hey, how you doing, man? Listen, I... I got a question. I got a, uh, not a DWI, but an OWI in another state, Indiana. Uh, I go to court next week. Now, my question is, will my license be suspended here in Florida? Because my lawyer up there doesn't know. Okay, do you have a license in Florida? Yeah, my license in Florida. I live in Florida. Okay. I was in Indiana and got a DWI, but my blood alcohol was low enough to be uh, OWI operating, they call it. And I'm going to probably get suspended for 60 days in Indiana. Will that apply to Florida also? Yes, it will, because you don't actually have an Indiana license. You have a Florida driver's license. So in all likelihood, the suspension will apply to your driving privilege. So wherever you are licensed to drive, that's where it's going to affect. Gotcha. Thank right. you very much. All right, thank you very much, uh, there, Frank. 407 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Ask the attorney with Tom Luke if you have a question you want to ask off the air. It's 407-895-8887 for his Orlando office. And, Matt, maybe you put yourself out like that to make some extra money. Maybe you go out and you volunteer to drive around DUI people. That way, you know, and you could, like, your own little taxi service in the, in the Topaz. Like designated Dan in uh, the movie Crazy? Yes, actually, yes. Um, let's oh God, I'm such a teenage girl for knowing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Paul in St. Cloud. You're next up in the hideout. What do you got, Paul? Hey, that's a good segue going right into my question. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for answering it for me, Mr. Luca. Suppose I'm out uh, drinking and I know I'm definitely going to blow a high and I get pulled over. Um, should I consent to taking the uh, uh, breathalyzer test or can I deny to do that? What's the best thing for me to do? The rule of thumb is to, ne- is to always deny taking the breathalyzer test unless you're absolutely sure that you're going to blow under a .08. People have no idea how low .08 is. It is so, it is people who, usually on a normal 180 pound person, two 16 ounce beers will give you a .08 if you drink it within one hour. So, gotcha. you gotta be, even though you, you may not even physically feel it, it's gonna, you still might blow a .08. You never want, so my advice is to, ne- my, what I tell my clients is to never consent to the breathalyzer test. Is there, what's the penalty for not consenting then? You will lose your license for, uh, six months, but if you blow and, and, and if you blow, use the breathalyzer and blow, then you lose your license for a year. Understand. If you lose. 
one more spin-off question from that. I thought there was something that we signed saying we would consent to a breathalyzer when we got our driver's license. Yes, or your license would be suspended. Oh, I see. So that's the six-month deal. That's correct. I got to remember that one. I appreciate your help. I was glad to tune in and hear you were on the air. No problem. There you go, All right, Paul. Thank you. And look them up if you have any questions. LucaLaw.com. That's L-U-K-A Law.com. I love how people are like, yeah, well, I'll use that one next time. They know there's going to be a next time. Um, At least they're realistic. Yeah. Is this Guido? Chunks? It's not our Guido, is it, from uh, Michigan? We used to work with a guy that called himself Guido. Guido over uh, at UCF, you got a question for uh, Tom Luca? Yeah, my, my question's about carrying a firearm. Now, okay. I'm not, talk- I'm not talking about concealed weapons. I have a buddy of mine that's a bail bondsman. And he says it's not legal to carry, you know, like, let's say, a pistol on your hip in a holster in plain view. And I have a guy I work with that is a stand-up believer in, yes, you can carry it around. What, what's, the, what's the rule? Uh, the rule is that you cannot, you used to be able to, up until a few years ago, be able to carry it Wild West style, meaning on your hip, in plain view. However, the legislature recently, a few years ago, changed the law that now it is illegal to do so. You cannot, repeat, you cannot carry a firearm, handgun, uh, in plain view, uh, in a hip holster. It's just uh, called, it's now called unlawful exhibition of a firearm. And they made it right, against man. law. There Thank it is. you very much. Thanks. So it has to be covered up by your shirt or something? Is that the... Uh... Well, then it's a concealed weapon. And is that illegal? That is illegal unless you have a license. Okay, so if you have a license, you can do it, though. Yeah, if you have a license, you can carry it either way. Oh, okay. Very good. Um, yes, uh, Fathead. Uh, I just have a question kind of along the same lines as that. You know the, the, the fake guns that have been in the news lately, like, that you can't really tell whether it's real or fake, like mm-hmm. the real-looking pistols? Can you legally carry one of those in your glove compartment? Sure. Okay. I wouldn't uh, recommend it. But yeah, yeah I mean, you have to take. You have to be uh, aware that if the police officer sees that, right, he's going right. to think it's a real gun and might shoot you. No, why, yeah, yeah. why the hell would you do that? No, 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 I'm just saying, like from a pizza delivery standpoint. Not that I'm in that line of business anymore, but. Well, <sighs> see, here's the problem, though. You're going to get into is if you point it at someone, uh, and they think it's a real gun. For, for all intents and purposes, it is a real gun. Yeah, well, I just and mean like little it. kids. If some little kid tries to rob you, just be like, yeah. No, no you <laughs> moron. No, you idiot. All right, turn your mic off. All right, we're going to take a break, come back, and we'll do one more segment of Ask the Attorney with Tom Luca because the phones are packed with questions. 407-916-1041, It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tonight, the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, holding it over another segment, Ask the Attorney with Tom Luca. 407-916-1041, Only open uh, one open line right now. It's uh, lucalaw.com, L-U-K-A-Law.com. And also, if you want to ask him something off the air, uh, 407-895-8887 for a free consultation. A free consultation, and then his Orlando office handles stuff throughout Central Florida. That's 407-895-8887. All righty, Tom, let's go over to uh, Mark in Orlando. Mark, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Mark? Hey, how's it going? Um, Yeah, I'm a pizza delivery guy, and I just wanted to know if a whole bunch of kids, I don't know their age, come try to rob me, can I whoop their ass? Uh, Yes, well... (laughs) Because it happened to a buddy of mine. Yeah. You can't really whoop their ass, but you can defend yourself. You absolutely have the right to defend yourself and, and your property in the state of Florida. 
So, you know, and use whatever force is necessary to make sure that happens. So if that means whipping ass, you, you can whip ass. What about pepper Stone spray? Cold. Pepper spray? Pepper spray, if, if that's what it's called for. <laughs> it, I, I mean, if it has to be with the, it's, it's judged under what's called object reason, objective reasonableness, meaning that if you know the normal person would feel that they would need to use that much force in that particular situation. So if like yeah, like five five or six like seventeen year old kids are trying to steal your pizza, I pepper spray them all. Right. There you go, Mark. Thank you, brother. Now, can you arm bar them till their their shoulder comes out of the socket, and then have the others kick them with the threat of you hurting them? <laughs> so making their own friends Bateman. turn on them? Yeah. Bateman, are you in psychological uh, therapy? He is. Yeah. It's not even, I wouldn't have even asked that. Uh, now I worry for you. LucaLaw.com, uh, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Bateman, you need my car, man. 407-916-1041, Jubilee 978 Let's go to Brian in Orlando. You're next up, Brian. What do you got? Hey, man, check this out. I recently sold a vehicle for cash, and I turned around and I bought another vehicle for cash. Okay. And when I bought the new vehicle, the guy just kind of signed the title over me. He just signed his name on it. He didn't put anything in on what I purchased it for. So when I went to register it, I put it down as a gift. What's the chances I might get uh, pinched on that whole situation? Very low, very low, unless he makes a beef. Um, as far as the tag, and unless he makes a beef, yeah. I, I doubt that he would... Uh, you're gonna get get uh, in any kind of trouble. The only the only the anticipation that I have would be insurance. Like if the car gets wrecked, you're gonna to have to have a value for the for the vehicle. And uh, if you get in a car accident, that they might cause you some trouble. Your insurance company might. Oh, I see. Like they would refer back to the amount that the it was like if you put it down. If you put yeah, it down exactly. as a gift. You know, like a gift, like, hey, this is my, uh, you know, crazy uncle who gave it to me, then it could still be worth as much as it's worth, right? It would be, but again, they have to, they ha they would have to go back to the title search to find out if the car has been in any previous accidents, that kind of oh, thing. All right. All right. There you go, Brian. Did it sound like he was trying to get around something? Oh, I always mark it down as a gift. Yeah, he did. <laughs> He's trying to get around. I think he's trying to get around paying taxes. Yeah, you, if you put down it was a gift, you don't have to pay the taxes on the amount you paid on it. So, you know, if you, if you pay $1,000 for it, but you put it down as a gift, you don't have to pay whatever percent taxes on that $1,000. Yeah, you don't have to pay the sales tax, which yeah. is 5%. I had no idea about that. Wow, Dubs. And you, Dubs, you buy cars all the time. Yeah. Especially when you were younger. You were always buy, spending $500 I went, on a car. Yeah, I went, uh, I went through 21 <laughs> cars through high school. Well, you know, when you commit a crime every single week, it's important that you have to switch up the car. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Change license plates, the whole thing. Uh, as the attorney with Tom Luca here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. You're looking for a 1988 celebrity, huh? LucaLaw.com. That's L-U-K-A Law.com. John in Winter Park, you're next up. What do you got, John? Hey, Tom, I got a question for you, buddy. What's up, John? I am on probation right now. Okay. And I just got into a, a car accident. I kind of ran into a tree. And I was under the influence at the time, and on my probation, I'm not allowed to drink. But luckily, the officer did not give me a DUI. He gave me a careless driving. And I was wondering if my probation officer can look up the fact that I was under the influence at the time of the accident. Did the officer put uh, the, that information in the police report? Um, I don't know. I haven't gotten a copy of the police report yet, but I was just wondering if you would know that if he would put in the in the police report. He that would I was probably not put that in the police report. 
Um, this, for the simple reason that if you were under the influence, he should have arrested you for DUI. He gave you a break. If he gave I you a break, to, I, I, did go, I did go to the hospital, but he gave me my license back at the hospital, and I got a ticket in the mail a week later for uh, careless driving and a seatbelt infraction. Well, then I think you're in the clear. I don't think you're going to have a problem with your probation officer. Okay. Excellent. Because that's all. That's the only documentation that they have. The officer would not have written up anything else other than that, other than an accident so, report. So they probably didn't do like a blood alcohol level on me while I was there. Because... Even if they did, it wouldn't be admissible because it wouldn't it wouldn't be allowed to be given to your um, probation officer under the doctor patient privilege. Oh, okay, excellent. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Hey, good luck. And if anything comes up, uh, call Tom Luca. Why don't you just stop drinking for a little bit, huh, buddy? Yeah, <laughs> just cool down on that. If you're I didn't, can you not negotiate the deals of your probation and be like, hey, how about this? I won't drive if you can at least let me drink. Because it sounds like he couldn't drink at all under the terms of his probation. Most yeah. Of them. Eventually, they're gonna, it's going to catch up with him because they're going to give him a, 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 a you know a piss test, mm -hmm. and it's, if alcohol comes up. And if if he comes up as positive for alcohol, that's it. He's going away. I wouldn't figure that you'd want to do that. <laughs> yeah, they, they they do those randomly, too. They'll yeah. call you and say, hey, you have to come in this morning. You have to be here this time, and you have to be there. And you have to be there. And alcohol is one of the few th Alcohol and a couple other drugs can't be masked by, you know, there are certain masking agents. Mm -hmm. So alcohol cannot be masked. Oh, I didn't know that. So yeah. you, can, you can mask marijuana but not alcohol? Yes. How the hell? What if you say you had, like, some NyQuil or something? I mean, I guess you could. <laughs> Whether your probation officer believed you or not, that's up to him or her. I got a cold. Uh, Craig, at UCF, you're in the hideout. You had a question for the attorney? Yeah, how y'all doing tonight? All right, brother, go ahead. I'm 25 now. When I was 20, I got in trouble. I got uh, I didn't get arrested, but I got charged with criminal mischief and trespassing. Had probation and all that. But I had it expunged. Now, what? my future job, is my employer going to find out about that? No. Once it's expunged, it is off your record forever. So it's gone. It's gone. Like it never happened. All right. Thanks a lot. Lucky. Look at you. You sound like you just won the lottery. Good job. <laughs> yes, I can get that job at Arby's. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Now I want a chicken bacon Swiss. <laughs> I want to market fresh. That'd be fantastic right now. Well, ask the attorney with Tom Luca. I hope we keep it up, Tom. Thank you very much. Uh, L-U-K-A-Law.com. You can contact him for those of you left on the board. Uh, his Orlando office is 407-895-8887. He's there. You can ask him. It's free. Do the uh, free consultation. It's uh, it's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Thank you, Tom. No problem, guys. Later, bro. Thanks. Bye. Not only are excess embryos frozen, many are routinely destroyed, thousands a year, with the patient's consent. Some patients ultimately will finish their family, have, maybe they have a couple of embryos in storage. They, they do decide to discard those. That's their decision. How are they discarded? We simply remove them from the liquid nitrogen, they thaw, and then we discard them in biohazard waste. They're cells. They would be discarded the way any other cell that was removed from the body would be discarded. Biohazard waste. Mm -hmm. When President Bush says he opposes using embryos for stem cell research because that would be destroying an embryo, what does it mean that embryos are already being destroyed? To me, it means that the president's policy is hypocritical and deceptive. And I say that deliberately because it is not a secret that embryos are destroyed at infertility clinics. 
and that's what where we are today with so this we, issue. So we have a policy that says can't destroy them for research. I, as president, cannot abide it. Every day, a clinic somewhere destroys one. No one says anything. They're going to be destroyed anyway. So why not let them go to some use? The principle that the president laid down, and which I support, is one that says all human beings, irrespective of age or size or stage of development or condition of dependency, possess the same human dignity because human dignity is inherent. Are you equating these embryos, these frozen embryos, with a full-grown man or woman? I'm saying they have the dignity of a human being the way a full-grown man or woman has the dignity of a human being. You're saying they're the same? Yeah, I'm equating them in terms of human dignity. And when you say dignity, what exactly do you mean? Uh, I mean, shouldn't simply be thrown out in the trash, should be treated respectfully the way we treat the remains of human beings at later stages of uh, development. Uh, like that what? Is, like, that like have burials? Buried, buried or burned. You're saying take these thing, little bunches of cells and have burials for them? Well, you say bunches of cells in order to make burials sound weird. But those bunches of cells are very unique bunches of cells. Those are human beings in the earliest stages of their natural development. You were one once. I was one once. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. One piece of that entire 60 Minutes thing about uh, stem cells and embryos just stuck out to me while I was watching it last night. So is the fact that the advisor to the president says... We should have burials or... Cremations, cremations essentially. For... Done by matches. Embryos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't even be a match. It had to be like a laser to burn it. When it comes out to it... Alright, 407-916-1041. Put a whole bunch in an ashtray. I'll just kind of flick my, uh, my cherry on it. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and star one zero four one. Is that a sexual term or on your singular Flick your cherry. <laughs> I'll bury it in a dandelion field. It still sounds dirty. <laughs> so, where do you come down on this whole uh, stem cell thing, Dubs? I mean, are you for it? I'm definitely for research? it. Research? Definitely for research. I don't think uh, there's a reasonable person in the world that wouldn't be. Yeah, I'm not. All right, look. Here's the thing. For this guy to sit here and talk about the fact that we need to bury these stem cells mm-hmm. like they're human beings, uh, I, don't, I can't even imagine the funeral and what it would be like. Um, I think you, um, what would you put it in? A matchbox? A contact. <laughs> Just drop it in a contact, drop it in the ground. Bury it by sea. Or even, in the, float away. Or even the cremation. Look, to me, that's asinine because it's not a human being. And it doesn't and it doesn't even deserve uh, dignity in any form or fashion. Other than maybe you don't throw it out with uh, you know raw meat or something. I don't know. Well, I think uh, I think uh, the cow that died from the, with the raw meat has just as much dignity as the uh, as the embryo. But here's now, my, here's I, my thing. Him saying that is like me having a burial every time I pick my nails, every, every time I clip my nails or something. I, I need to bury those every time. Well, it was funny how he came back with. Uh, you're just saying this to make me look weird, to make it sound stupid. <laughs> right, actually, just repeat that part. Go ahead and play that, Chunks. Like that what? Is, like, that like have burials? Buried, buried or burned. You're saying take these thing, little bunches of cells and have burials for them. Well, you say bunches of cells in order to make burials sound weird. 
But those bunches of cells are a very unique <laughs> bunches of cells. Is, dude. Those are human beings in the earliest stages of their natural development. You were one once. I was one once. I, we were also sperm and uh, I, I do bury that though. Yeah. I go I go into my uh, cat's litter box, run it there, and bury it. I, I buried it in my hamper. <laughs> Stephanie, ladies first in the hideout. Stephanie and Avito, what's going on? I just wanted to comment on what you guys are talking about right now. I mean, that guy is such an idiot. He's an like, advisor to the president. Have a little respect. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't even think the president. I'm talking about the advisor. Like, yeah. I consider myself pretty much pro-life. I'm not, like, a total abortion activist or anything. Right. But I'm totally against their argument. I mean... Even if he's, what he's saying to have like burials for them and everything, yeah. to burn them. For, uh, yeah, burials are burning uh, the stem cells. That's still, that's still destroying them. Yeah, and, no. Like, he's saying we don't want to destroy life, but you know, it's just totally hypocritical. Yeah, and the, and the whole thing, too, is that they're getting thrown out. If you heard in the very beginning, they're getting thrown out regardless. They're being destroyed. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's almost a moot point. My thing with the stem cells and not being able to use them for research, that. Would have to mean the same thing as all right, I don't think we should use uh, uh, anybody should be an organ donor for research or for helping someone. But it's a baby, J Dubs. It, it cries, no, it feels, it, it learns. It can already begin to learn languages. No, it can't. Sure, it does. It just screams ow while you're burning it with a cigarette. Don't all things though. Hmm. Cats, not some, parents, not some hookers. I kind of like it. Well, they're dead inside. Yeah, <laughs> there's they, a howl shell. No soul, <laughs> no soul. They're like an Easter. They're like the Easter Bunny. They're one of those chocolate Easter bunnies. Uh, Smack Daddy of Bear Lake, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Smack Daddy? Hey, good evening. Yo, dude. I'm thinking about this stem cell thing. You know, it's off the chain that these guys want to not be able to use that to to advance humanity. Next thing you know, they'll be wanting to, you know, to have a funeral uh, every time some guy runs a batch. Yeah, and see, I've always wondered. I do. I've always <laughs> I give myself flowers. I, I <laughs> console myself for my loss, and I cry in my bed. I <laughs> bow my head. Moment of silence. <laughs> Thank you, Smack Daddy. Flag and half staff. <laughs> it really is, yeah. <laughs> give it a little salute. All right, it's a hideout road radio 104.1. Coming up in 15 seconds, uh, 15 minutes. Another chance for you to win prizes, hideout door prize blowout. Whose weekend was it? Then in the last hour of the hideout, we're going to talk to Austin Moore, star of Pirates, the pirate porn. That is the uh, top-selling porn in history. It's the rage. She'll be joining us in the last hour of the hideout here on Real Radio 104.1. So a lot to still stay tuned to. Right now, though, in the middle of this stem cell debate. So, Dubs, I get a little freaked out about the stem cell thing. Why? I just kind of feel like we're effing, not with God, but with just like nature too much. We're, we're, it almost seems to me like we're taking it over the line with regeneration of, you know, certain body parts, this, that, and the other. Because, you know, believe it or not, human beings were meant to die. Mm hmm. And they still will die. And I wonder if at some point, if we continue to save people with these with the stem cells, if Mother Nature isn't just going to come up with another way to wipe us out. 
Oh, I'm sure they, you know, every time. Uh, it's, I mean, it's going to happen, and it may co- even come in a form of a, you know, one of these pandemics they keep talking about. And the fact that there are just too many people on Earth and they can't sustain it, and so we're just going to have one of these mass, you know, thing of people dying out as opposed to, all right, well, maybe we'll save somebody here with the STEM research. People were meant to die. Cancer, all this stuff, it's here for a reason, because to thin the herd. That's why it's here. You're not meant to live forever, and I I just get weirded out with the fact of messing around with nature too much I mean, when it comes to that. When you when you say mess around with nature, that means you don't believe in uh, radiation therapy. You are you don't believe in medicine. Period. I mean, if you're bleeding, why cover it up? I mean, when you have the advantage to take care of some take advantage of some tools, you do. Well, exactly. But yeah. but I'm talking about if you're bleeding, you want to stop yourself from bleeding, so you use a t-shirt. I just think when taking it to the next level, or Band-Aid, whatever you want to use, I just use toilet paper and cover it up like that because that helps stop the uh, the shaving nicks that I get. So let's say, you know, you were bleeding and it got infected, then you wouldn't believe in the antibiotics to kill Look, the infection? Listen, I'm not one of these uh, people who say you can't use medicines. I, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and pretend that I'm some sort of, you know, person who doesn't believe in medicines. I use medicine. I've done it before. I'm just saying, to me, it seems like we're kind of taking it to a whole other level with this regeneration stuff. That it just kind of weirds me out because we were, we were all meant to die. That's why I've told the story before. I had this buddy who, in high school, had his kid. Kid died because he didn't. He was a Jehovah's Witness, whatever. Someone in his faith told him, "I don't believe in the medicine thing," and I respect that because the human body. Survival of the fittest, this, that, and the other. And I respect that completely, too, that someone does not want to use medicine and wants to let nature take its course. But you have to also let the people who want to uh, advance in society medically and whatever to uh, do that as well. We we do live in a free world where you should be no, able to... No, we don't. Yes, why, why kid yourself? Where we should be able to uh, go forward instead of staying right where we are because people feel don't, don't feel you, comfortable. But here's it. the point, though. Don't you think we've kind of gone forward enough? No. Like, we can beat most of the things now. We're beating most of the cancers. No, we aren't. You can, you can pretty much live with AIDS now if, you, uh, if, you're, if you're rich enough. And by the way, this is all granted on the fact if you're rich enough, because the poor will never have access to any of this stuff. So this is for the upper echelon of people who are going to get this kind of stuff, first and foremost. You know, and that's a whole other issue I have with it. But for for now, I mean, we're beating the majority of things, and that's just here in America. Maybe we take what we can beat now, and if it's such a free world, we give that to the rest of the world and let them catch up with us where we're at. Why do we have to let them catch up? And then... Oh, I thought it was about being a free world and it helping is, people. It is. It is. They can come up with the same technology just like we can, and we should be able to uh, go forward as fast as we can. But why not help out? If it's so much about that, why not help out other people? I'm for that. I'm for helping out other people. I'm not saying we should keep all of it to ourselves, but if we don't go forward, the other people won't get any of it either. Sure they can. We have it now. We can take it to them. Not stem cells. And then there's no need for stem cells right now. Not for you. For other people there are. Look, man, I got people very close to me that I guess right now could be in dire need of stem cells. Yeah, but it's not you. Whatever it's not me. At some point, we're all going to die. That's fine. And if you want to go through your life like that, that's fine. But if uh, people want to take advantage of technology, who are you to stay in their way? 
I'm not look. I'm not standing in anybody's way. No, I'm not. I'm just saying I have reservations about the whole stem cell thing. It just seems like we're going a little too far. You don't believe in cloning either? Not particularly. No. It's creepy. It, well, it's, it's sure it's creepy. It's here's the same thing. So your Think eyebrows. Think of how much you could get done. What is, what is it with the eyebrows? <laughs> Why go to the eyebrows? Best joke ever. <laughs> I just looked at you. You need to find something creepy. All right, I'm going to shave them off. Though. Now that would be super creepy. No eyebrows? Get a sheep shears for those. I'm trying to figure out how I can sculpt them, but I just can't without it being extremely painful. Uh, but let's stay on topic for okay. now. We get back to my eyebrows in a second. Uh, Shane on 436 here in the hideout. What's up, Shane? Yeah, um, I, I got a quick comment. Um, first of all, I like the show. Um, the, the thing is, I disagree with what you're saying is because, like, you know, 2,000 years ago, they had um, the, the average lifespan was, what, like 30 years old. And even that, like, they, they weren't like 30 years old people today. They, they were, like, really messed up at 30. Like, they were ready to croak. And um, just to let you know, if you think about it, in 2,000 years from now, you don't think they'll be able to live to, like, three or 400? They'll be, they'll be pushing up there, man. But but who wants that, first of all? And by the way, they did that in the days of the Bible. Remember, yeah. Moses was, like, 700-something. And, yeah. then, and then secondly, too, um, who wants to live that life? And where are all these people going to live? You know, here's the thing. The uh, good question. I read something in in a paper by some future, uh, you know, some futurist guy. He said that the idea was that sometime, like uh, you know, far in the future, people are going to be, you know, they're not going to be dependent on food anymore. You know, we're going to like get our he said something to the fact that we're going to use so, like solar energy the way plants use it. So he said, like people would be green. Well, I'm <laughs> I don't know what you're reading, Shane. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. You're insane. <laughs> we're growing leaves and we're doing photosynthesis all of a sudden. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight. I guess uh, the green giant is uh, the man of the future. Ho ho ho! Edward uh, in Winter Park, you're in the hideout. What's up, Edward? Okay, guys, here's an upside to this whole having funerals for your stem cells. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's say at nighttime, you know, you're in your bedroom and, you, you know, you whip up a batch. Yeah. And then the next morning, you know, you can call your boss and be like, hey, boss, <laughs> uh, dude, I ain't coming in today, man. I lost some really close friends of, me and of mine last Millions. Day, I lost <laughs> you know, Millions. They're all, they're gone, dude. I got to go to a funeral. And here's my upside on that, too, where I agree with the president. I don't want any pictures taken of them as they float across my uh, uh, my little soldiers float across my tub. I want that just to be a time for me and my family. No flags on them. No. Uh, that, those were on the screen. You're like, oh, oh come on, flags. Yeah. Okay. F L A G. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Lenny and Deltona, you're in the hideout. What's up, Lenny? Hey, guys, how's it going, man? All right, dope. Ain't talked to y'all in about a week. Thank you. Hey, listen, I got some mixed feelings about the whole stem cell research thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think that we need to play God. I think that we need to use stem cells to, you know, like I said, play God and make whatever. However, my dad, he, uh, he had Hodgkin's lymphoma. Mm -hmm. And this is where the mixed feelings come through, where it's like, you know, when he was diagnosed with cancer, I would have given anything. I'd have sold my soul to the devil 
Shoulda. To make him. That's why he does. You know, overcome the cancer. Work for Charlie Daniels. No, no, you know, and, and, right? and that's and 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 that's the point that Dubs is trying to bring up. Hey, it hasn't happened to me specifically yet. And when you're at that point, but we have to realize none of us is going to beat death. It's going to happen, and it's almost one of those things you have to come to grips with. Absolutely, and then and I, I, I agree with but that. Here, here's another point to the whole stem cell thing too, because it's not only used to beat death, as you're saying. It, it's also used to get people walking again out of wheelchairs. Uh, it, it's used for so many different things that you're right. to hold back all of it because you don't agree with a portion of well, it. Well, I deserve that. You're right, absolutely. Thank you, um, thank you, Lenny. Right, we got to move on. We got we got a ton of calls. We're up on a break. Who deserves to be in wheelchairs? You know, the handicapped. <laughs> that, you didn't read that? I read that in the book somewhere. It's like punishment. It's a whole reincarnation thing. Because you can't go down from reincarnation. You just get punished in future lives. Yeah, Superman 4 sucked. He deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't think that was a previous life. I think that was the same life. I think, he was getting, I think he caught that karma early. <laughs> <laughs> that movie with Kathleen Turner and Michael Caine. Wow. Crap. How do you know that crap? I don't know. Tony in Daytona Beach here in the hideout. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's up, boys? What you got to do? Uh, just a comment on the whole stem cell thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like if you think about, like, if you reverse about 50 years ago, everybody was really maybe 60 years ago. People were, were deathly scared of antibiotics. They couldn't believe you would actually pump a bacteria into someone's body that's going to kill another bacteria. So maybe, you know, it's just a, a fear of the unknown. Here's the thing, though. Antibiotics, as we find out, aren't good for you. It no. screws with your immune system, and it makes your immune system weaker. Uh, to a certain extent, if you abuse them, yes. But as far as, you know, curing polio and vaccines and things like that, everybody was scared, very scared of actually putting the uh, smallpox virus into the body to create an immunity to the smallpox virus. You know, if, that, if they wouldn't have gone forward with that, you know, you, you could have had a mass... mass uh, Big problem. And I think that's, and thank you for the phone call, Tony. Tony, though, Mother Mother Nature did that for a reason. Maybe too many people. Maybe something was going on. The whole balance of life, it happens for a reason. Why so do, uh, so is technology. No, it doesn't. That happens for a reason. You're just trying to beat the inevitable. That's all you're trying to do. No, we're just trying to lengthen the fun. Have you ever been out one night and you what? wish the bar, you wish the bar was open till three? You've never been there before? And you know what happens? You get even drunker. Exactly. You do even stupider things like pee outside or take some, or no, take home I'm... some skank with an, uh, with an STD. So? She just used her mouth. Oh, uh, you can get it from letting them use their mouths. Whatever. <laughs> Hide out. You're on the air. If you do it in a pool, you're oh, safe. Hello? Oh, is this UFO Phil? Yeah, this is UFO Phil. Uh, UFOPhil.com. What do you want? What could you possibly okay. add to this discussion? This, you can just end this conversation right now because there's there's really Zaxxon's coming and there's going to be no need for stem cells or medicine or, or prescription drugs or anything because he's going to be able to cure everything. Zaxxon the good alien. Zaxxon is the leader of the good aliens. He's got a, a top secret way that he's going to cure everything. Now, my name is Phil. Uh, my name is Phil.com. UFO Phil. UFO Phil.com. I'm sorry. You have a radio show now, huh? Just sometimes. Is it on podcast? It's on my website. 
What? Uh, I listened stop. to the full half hour of it last night. What's wrong with you? You have no life? It's great. It is. Why would you listen? I can't it, even stomach this phone call. It's on. I, Tommy sent it over to me, and I'm like, I refuse. And then I finally clicked it. You did a great job, Phil. Zach Stein will be happy. Thank you, and then he'll cure all of us when he comes. When is he coming? Can you keep a secret? Yes. Just we can keep a secret. In three days. Three days? Three da- well, we have a live broadcast on Friday. Can he at least wait till after the live broadcast? Well, maybe he'll show up when you're on the air, and then he'll go on the air with you all. Oh. If he comes, he'll come to my house first, and I'll have him call you. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, what should we wear? tell you all about this, the secret formula that he has that, that's going to replace stem cells. What's it in the even form- has a really catchy name. What's it called? Can you keep a secret? Yes, yes. we can keep a secret. It's called Zaxonite. <laughs> And it'll cure everything, but there is a, a, a warning that you need to know about. Uh huh. Stop breathing in the phone! There's a warning that you need to know about. Yes. Yeah. What is the warning? Can you keep a Yes, you asked! Frequent use of Zaxonite may cause hair loss, impotence, or other things. Consult your doctor and find out if Zaxonite is right for you. Oh, God. And if you, uh, Can it take re- Zaxonite for more than four hours? You, you don't want to do that. Can it rebuild burned down houses? Don't make fun of my house that burned down. I'm finally getting it rebuilt. I beat and if, it. If you talk about it, they'll blow it up again. Scram. All right. Bye. Learn to hang up the phone. It's not a phone, man. It's his wires. Yeah, it's wires. Shut up. It's a strange machine. That's why he's not breathing on the phone. It's just... All right, call now to be a winner. Light it up. Whose weekend was it? 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Here's a little teaser for whose weekend was it. Over the weekend, this hideout member didn't go out after the live broadcast at Premier Adult Factory Outlet, but ended up staying up until 4 a.m. anyway. Whose weekend was it? Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Call now to be a winner. 407-916-1041, It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, call now to be a winner. It's the Hideout. Uh, uh, door, pri- door prize blowouts. Whose weekend was it? Oh. 407-916-1041, All right, um... Matt Abbott is your host. He's going to talk right on top of the microphone and loudly so we can hear him mm-hmm. so I don't have to repeat the question every time. Uh, let's play the game. Sometimes dangerous, educational, and almost always embarrassing. The following are actual events that happened to a hideout member during the weekend, and while it may be best not to relive these events, for entertainment purposes, we do so anyway. So call now and play. If you get it correct, you get this. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Incorrect, you hear this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, you will get two chances to get the question correct, or at least uh, to um, to play. So if you miss the first question, we'll give you a second chance. Yes. Works like that. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Whose weekend was it? Hosted by Matt Albert. Ladies are always first and move to the front of the line whenever they call. So Amber in Orlando, you were first up. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, here is Matt Albert. Over the weekend, this hideout member didn't go out, didn't go out after the live broadcast, but stayed up until broadcast anyway. All right, didn't go out. Broadcast. Didn't go out after the live broadcast, but stayed up until 4 a.m. anyway. Whose weekend was it? Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? J Dubs. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, sorry, hold on. You will get another chance, Amber. Hang tight. That was actually Tommy Bateman. The yes. broadcast. Yes, after the broadcast. I was <laughs> kind of tired, but I went home and ended up working on audio for the show anyway. What'd you do? Just some of the teasers stuff, and then... Uh, I heard a couple of new ones sound good. And then I uh, just looked for songs. Some more songs coming up later. Oh, cool. All right. Well, let's go back to Amber. Whose weekend was it? Here's question two for you. Over the weekend, this hideout member carried a heretic out of the bar. Whose weekend was it? Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Um, Hefe. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Amber. That time it was me, Amber. That was J-Dubs. I watched the heretic get carried out of the car. The bar. A bar. Yeah. And we had referred to it earlier yeah. with uh, an Ask the Attorney with Tom Luca. Yeah, ADHD Will. I'm going to throw it out there because there's nothing lying about it. He, uh, we were about to leave, and I see a bartender trying to carry him out of the bar, so I go up to help. He's kind of trying to walk along with the bartender at first, and then he goes totally limp. So there's three of us I hate that. carrying him. Uh, you have that problem? No, in the guy, I mean. <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and then we started carrying him out of the bar. We got all the way out of the bar. We laid him on the pavement to wait for the uh, the uh, paramedics. paramedics to show up, and ADHD Well has this stupid smile that's always on his face when he was passed out. Still didn't uh, come off his face. He looked like uh, he just took the Joker medicine or whatever that was from the first Batman. Oh, yeah. And it was creepy as all get out. And then we just left him there and went over to Matador. Yeah, we're like, I think we can leave now? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's hurry. <laughs> we want to make sure we get in another drink. Uh, let's go over to Jason in Orlando. Your next stop, whose weekend was it? Here you go, Jason. Over the weekend, this hideout member couldn't decide if leaving a portion of a tip on a gift card was okay. Half a dubs, Bateman or Chunks. Whose weekend was that? That was Chunks. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, hold on, Jason. You will still get a second chance. That was actually me. I went out to eat. Um, had a great meal over at Friday's. Love Friday's. Mm-hmm. And I had a gift card for it. And so I couldn't decipher, though, because there was some room left on the gift card. And I didn't know whether or not it was to, like, there were, like, $3 left on the gift card. And I'm like, I'm not going to come back for $3. So I left that as a tip and then threw down, like, a 5 mm-hmm. Is that okay? Do they get that $3? If, if the card is cash value, yes. If it was, like, a uh, if you win a card from somewhere or something and it doesn't have cash value, no. But if you were bought, if someone bought you the card, had cash value, then yes. Huh. Okay, so I don't know if they got a five dollar tip or an eight dollar tip. Well, who uh, did you? Uh, did someone purchase the card for you? I think it was given as a gift. Yeah. I mean, I guess that means they purchased it. Yeah, right? someone someone paid money and it for the said card. There's it, like three eighty two left on it. Yeah, someone purchased that card for you. They actually put cash in, so that cash will come back out. Now, if you, if they gave you a comp card for like twenty dollars in free stuff, your bill comes with sixteen. No, that person won't get that four dollars. You have to actually tip them with cash. Okay, all right, I figured it out. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, Jason in Orlando, here's your second chance. Whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member reluctantly made a new friend when the person approached him late at night and kept following him. Hefe dubs Bateman or Chunks, whose weekend was it? Oh, Bateman, because he hates people. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Good call. Out of way, Jason. Good reasoning, too. I don't hate people. Yes, you do. Who's your new friend? Uh, His name is uh, Tommy as well. And as I was walking Uh my dog last night around 
midnight, he was following me and walking with me for about 20 minutes while I was trying to lose him. What was he doing? Was he... I don't know. What just was he out, talking to you about? Just, that's a good dog. My name's Tommy, too. I'll let people call me Thomas unless I kill him. <laughs> uh, just really weird, it random stuff. It seems like you found your uh, your perfect match. I know that guy. He sleeps on the bench when everyone... Does he? Yeah. <sighs> he sleeps I... on the bench and right he kept, outside like, of our door. Walking kind of close to me, so I just kept clutching my XM radio real tight. And I had my ATM card, which was not fun either. You were probably bothering me. probably wanted to go to sleep. He shouldn't follow me for three blocks. Drugs change numbers? No. There's your friend. No. He's not my friend. Well, it said on whose weekend was it? You made a new friend. I was being sarcastic. I gave him your IM, just in case. Yeah. He, he doesn't even have a computer. <laughs> he sleeps on a bench. You never know. He uses Wi-Fi, though. He steals it from you guys. Uh, let's move over. Who's next up here in the hideout? still needs somebody to hook ours up, so I know he's not stealing from us. <laughs> Tony in Orlando, you're next up. You ready, Tony? I sure am. All right. Here's Matt Albert. Over the weekend, this hideout member was made fun of for being fat. Hefe dubs Bayman or Chunks? Oh, there's so many selections. You uh, ass. Uh, how about Chunks? Yeah, Jesus Christ. You're a winner. Good job, Tony. Hang tight. Well, I was, uh, I was real tired after the broadcast of Premier Adult, mm -hmm. but I couldn't get to and sleep. And you did a fantastic job. Well, thanks, man. But I couldn't get to sleep because I guess somebody was doing audio work. Uh, <laughs> so I got really, really hungry late at night. And I didn't have any money, so I dug through my change. And I looked like crap. My hair was all nuts. And I drive to the store, and I get this little bag of Cheetos. And I get back in the car, and this car with two chicks pulls up next to me. And they start mouthing these words at me. And and it looks like, I want you. But I lower the window. I'm like, hey, what's up, baby? She goes, you're fat. And she holds her hands out, you know, like you got the fat chest and puffed out her cheeks. And this is at like 3 or 4 in the morning. I'm like, oh, that... That's great. And I just kind of went home and fell asleep. Cheetos all, all over me. I would have shoved that bag in her mouth. I'm so not you, talking about the Cheetos either. So you just want to tell her you're not fat because you ate all those Cheetos. It was a little... It wasn't the big bag. It was the, and the funny thing is you woke up and actually drove for one of those 25-cent bag <laughs> of Cheetos. Yeah. I had some in my room, you dumb, retarded bastard. Really? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Along with the water, too. We're out, by the way. You need to buy more. Yeah, uh, 407-916-1041, Matt, go to number seven. All right. And let's go to Matt in Lakeland. You ready, Matt? Yeah. All right, here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member could have been arrested. Get up. Yeah, yes. Jesus Christ. We talked about it a little bit during uh, Ask the Attorney with Tom Luca. I, uh, we got pretty obliterated after the live broadcast uh, Friday night over at Premier Adult Factory Outlet. And uh, we were walking back to the car, and I didn't see a restroom around, so I decided to use the side of Pepe's car. And I guess you can get arrested for that, for uh, urinating in public, and uh, if someone, if you, if there's kids around, you can get like a felony or something. Shouldn't have done that on that playground. Mm -hmm. All right, let's take it. Well, we're out of... Uh prizes apparently oh well, you know we got need so many prizes I understand that somebody made uh the hideout headlines game show a little too easy well we should always bank for the maximum and especially on mondays when they gotta know whose weekend was it we're gonna have at least 10 things it's a hideout real radio 104.1 all right welcome back into the hideout real radio 104.1 it's live on a monday night 
1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, remind me to talk about something that Misfit Matt wrote on his blog on MySpace. One of the heretics is upset with the heretics. Really? I, I've noticed he's been very standoffish lately. Yeah, and I want to discuss it. He's an angry man. <laughs> yeah. Someone's Ma- Matt's. Um, all right, Dub, some of the stuff we didn't get to and whose weekend was it because we ran out of prizes, which mm-hmm. is just sad for a talk show. Funniest talk show in America and best night t- um, entertainment in Orlando. No more swag. Uh, help lead the Orlando <laughs> Orioles to their best start in franchise history. That was me. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You could have weird, you could have uh, got some ear gear with that if you would have known that one. <laughs> no more knickknacks. <laughs> um, yeah, we our season finally started over the weekend, like the actual season where we have to wear the uniforms and everything, and uh, off to a one and zero start. So uh, it was very exciting. And went out afterwards with the boys to Hooters. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those scenarios that I talked about, too, where it was uh, four Puerto Rican guys, three of them dark skin, one light skin, all just throwing around the end bomb like it was the word dude. And again, but it, it just didn't phase me at all because it literally there was nothing hateful about it. You even snuck in a couple? So, I mean, no, I didn't do it. <laughs> what if a white dude says it with not, no hate? That's what I'm, Now that's what I'm wondering. They, as a team, it happens collectively. Mm-hmm. But I think if a couple of the white guys on the team dropped it, they would all look at him and be ready to beat his ass. Why, they aren't black. Close, Puerto Rican. Um, Not close enough. Over the weekend, this hideout member no, was able to no cigar. be somebody <laughs> at the Orlando's Predator game. That was me. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And I'm wearing my proof of being somebody. Uh, they were throwing out T-shirts during all the uh, breaks, you know, different... Uh, at the different... Orlando Predators game, which was a fantastic time, and thank you to Brett Bushy. Yeah. Uh, you guys were being a little lame while we were there, so I decided to spice it up. Every time any uh, person came around on their big Hummer uh, throwing out some free T-shirts, I got up and went nuts. And this one time, they were riding around with what it looked like uh, Subway sandwiches, throwing sandwiches mm-hmm. into the crowd. And uh, so I'm, I'm up yelling, I want a sandwich, I want a sandwich. They throw it to me. I, I'm i so happy because I think I got a sandwich in my hands. Yeah. It's wrapped up like a sandwich. It's in a Subway bag, it in looked a Subway like, wrapper. It looked like a six-inch, and I was hoping it was a meatball. Yeah. So I get it, I open it, and it's a T-shirt wrapped in a Subway wrapper, looking like a sandwich. I, ironically enough, about this very... uh. I just got an email about this very thing from Motivation. He goes, question, are you not at all an arena football fan? I never saw you stand up or clap once. You didn't even clap during the hardcore match. What's up with that? I included you in that. You were definitely up and going. Yeah, I was up and rocking. I was uh, I was definitely cheering during the, the hardcore match, definitely. And I told him, too, and this is what I responded. I enjoyed myself a ton. I'm not really a cheering kind of guy. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm the kind of dude... Who even if I go to a concert, I prefer to sit and watch the show. In fact, I know a few people commented they saw me at the system of a... And I was just literally sitting with my feet kicked up the whole time, just enjoying the show. I was with you at the Snoop Dogg concert, and you barely bobbed your head. Yeah, so I'm just not one of those guys... How can't that groove move you? ...really gets into it. And then, he, oh, and anyway, he just responded. He said, that's cool, and 
You know, I want, and we didn't get to sit in the monster section this time, but we'll definitely go sit in the monster section next time. If I'm in the monster section, no one better uh, rob me of my beautiful T-shirts, my subway T-shirt that makes me look like I'm Happy Gilmore. You are wearing it, and you in pride. Talk about a hole in one. He actually was wearing a Wheaties T-shirt <laughs> when he wore it. Stupid. Um. Right, this is wrong, bitch. <laughs> over the weekend, this hideout member kept having reoccurring dreams that he's not sure of the meaning of. Who was that? That was me. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I hate you. What happened, Chugs? Actually, I've been having this dream for a couple years, and I don't get it. Uh, it's like I'm in college again. And there's and a I'm... math problem on the board. <laughs> no, it has to do with math. Three no. plus three, and he just I'm, can't figure I'm it supposed out. To be in this class, I'm supposed to be in this class that I didn't know I registered for, and I miss it, and it comes down to test day, and I can't take the test. And the teacher comes in and stabs me, <laughs> and my eye pops out, and I have to watch Shut him stab. Up. No, this is true. I have to watch him stab the rest of my body until it goes dead, and then I usually wake up. Now, my recurring dream that has to do with school, I'll always have that dream of first day of school, don't know what the schedule is, always end up in the wrong classes. I have that one quite a bit. I actually had one of these over the weekend where it was... And it's always like the same English class, or maybe it was science. I know what it is. It's like some sort of hard, hard math class. Like a science or a math, like a calculus, advanced, something or other. And I'm like, oh man, I, I can't believe I went this whole semester not going to class. Mm-hmm. What the hell? And I show up and it's, it's test day. And I'm like, do I have any excuse? Why didn't I come to class? What the hell was I thinking? I'm, you know... I'm up Bass Creek without a paddle. There's no way I'm going to be able to perform on this test. My, na- my nightmare of going back to school is having to fit in one of those chair and desk all-in-one things. <laughs> Did you have uh, difficulty with that? God, those things suck. They just leave a bruise on your stomach. <laughs> no, not normal. Well, no, normal people. <laughs> now, me, I was like, they oh. didn't give you a special table? Nah. Oh, that would have been the I worst. I wouldn't have taken it. I would have rather had a table and become... No wonder you did poorly in school. You couldn't concentrate. You couldn't breathe. (laughs) You were wearing the desk as a sweater. Basically. You know how you, you know how a lot of people have that dream where they go to school and they're like they're naked or whatever and everybody's laughing at them. Mm-hmm. I just have this one where I go to school and I got my clothes on but I don't have my shoes on. Uh, I figured it, you had some of your clothes on but they couldn't fit over your head so technically you were still naked. Just head there. Yeah, you went a long way for that one. <laughs> Shut but, uh, it. <laughs> Long journey. I don't know oh, about the mics off. I don't know about the no shoes thing. What, what happens when you don't have shoes? What, what's the problem? I don't. Pe- people act like I'm naked, but I'm just like, guys, it's just my shoes. You know what's wrong with coming to school without shoes on? There's, there's no big deal. Everybody's yeah. just laughing like it's some great. It's so funny though because I had that dream though over the weekend, chunks. I, I don't know if there's something that I, maybe there's something that I need to get done that I haven't gotten done yet in the subconscious that maybe I've forgotten about. And that's the way of my brain saying, hey, you need to get this done. You know, go do this. Or there's something you need to get done. Think about what it is. Otherwise, it's going to sneak up on you. My thing is, like, that I I went to the wrong classes, but I didn't care. You know, and I, I was just happy to be in the classes I was in because I didn't have to. I wasn't going to go to the other ones. And then, like, my, my dreams flash forward pretty quick, me failing the other classes. Right. I didn't go to, and I'm regretting it. Last thing we didn't get to, and whose weekend was it? Um, over the weekend, this hideout member waited for a birthday call from his dad. It never came. 
Why would you do that? Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks. That was uh, that was me. Why? Yeah, Jesus Christ. Why would you wait for your dad to call? Join the club. Yeah. Get over it. That's Mount Albert every year. Yeah. I hear it, two two things. That Mom's it, still waiting for him to... Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> just stopped in the middle of that. I killed that joke before I got... <laughs> Journey too short and I will walk 500 miles over there. I... <laughs> 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 I two things on this one. Either either my dad forgot. Or he just doesn't care. Well here's the thing though, like I've spoken to him recently. In fact he's helped me out through a couple of things, so you know, our relationship is pretty good. So I'm thinking maybe he I don't know. Maybe it slipped his mind. Maybe he thought I've done enough, I don't have to talk to this bastard. That anymore. could be that or I forgot to call my little brothers on their birthdays, which were both in January. But I did a makeup call, and they know that I, you know, I've been going through some things, doing some stuff, mm-hmm. getting re, uh, getting situated, and so I'm just, and now I'm kind of wondering, do I call my dad and be like, hey, you missed my birthday? No, no, you don't do not that. Not even worry about it. Yes, I'm because I'm not worried about it because I don't think it was like a malicious thing. I just think it was one of those that kind of happened. Why don't you have one of us call him up and be like, yeah, your son died on his birthday? Can I do that? No. And then he'll feel real bad. <laughs> And I got, and remember... You do that with mine. We talked about this before, this chick, AJ, lie. that I knew. Mm-hmm. We always used to call each other on our birthdays. Yeah. You, know, kind you of guys like, don't do that anymore? Well, here's the thing. On her birthday in November, I purposely didn't call, because remember we talked about it, and it was like, I, somebody needs to break the cycle. Yeah. So I specifically broke the cycle in November. She picked it back up yesterday, on uh, Friday. So you... She'll now, get the point this November when you don't call her again. Well, I'm going to see her at the uh, reunion coming up, uh, the class reunion. When is coming. that reunion? I don't know. Did you have to explain yourself when she called? No, it was, a, it was straight to message. Mm. And my mom, too, by the way, gave me a birthday phone call. 6.59 on Friday, right as we're about to go on the air at the Premier Adult Factory outlet. Yet another mom who insists on calling right when we're going on the air. Moms don't remember anything. I go home still, my mom still cooks me food that I hate, and I tell her I hate every single time. See, that's the only thing I'm looking forward to, because here's the thing. We've got our live broadcast coming up this 17th, Mm -hmm. uh, this Friday, 17 stunts on the 17th, in Melbourne, uh, Stunt Bowl 2, with Tuttle having to execute the 17 stunts. I think we're getting hotel rooms, and we need to find out from the heretics who wants a hotel room or what. Uh, because I think we get them at a special rate, or maybe they can even contract the met- contact the metro on that. I don't yeah. know. We'll have to figure that out. But regardless, uh, Dubs, that next morning I got to be at the airport, flying out to Houston at like five o'clock in the morning. So I'm going home to see my mom, who I haven't seen in a while, and the only thing I'm looking forward to is the food, because I know my mom is going to cook and it's going to be fantastic. I hate going home. Going home. I'm looking forward to it. Really? Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen my little brothers. Well, I'll just go to the movies and lay around and watch Everybody Loves Raymond and not do anything. <laughs> that sounds like hell. Really? Well, the, when you throw uh, Every Lo- Everyone know. Loves Raymond into the... It's her TV, though. We have to watch what she likes. See, that's exactly the reason. You feel like you're at the mercy of your idiot mom. But here's the thing, though. No matter how old you are, she's still going to buy you stuff. She's still going to cook for you. My mom can't. She just bought herself a new broom. Can't afford anything. 
newfangled dust broom. And that's for work. It's got work. rubber grips on it. It's special. <laughs> yeah, that's for it's work. It's Cadillac. So she can ride it off. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Stay tuned to the Hideout. The Hideout. The Hideout. The Hideout. I know we have some medical experts here in the Hideout. I want to ask them about our buddy Matt Albert. who His twitch is back. And he's having some issues, and he's going to the doctor tomorrow morning. Where's Kramer? It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Monday night. All right. Um, now it's um, Ask the ER, because apparently Matt Albert is hurting and is going to the doctor tomorrow. Emotionally? For those of you, yeah, please. Always. Uh, those of you maybe new to the show or have been around for a while, just getting caught up, Matt Albert just joined us. He says he's third Mike and Ryder, and he's six foot five, 500 pound, 21 year old, black virgin with graying hair and patchy baldness. That's his resume because mm-hmm. he has never worked before. Yep. And you are going to the doctor tomorrow. Why? Well,. Ever since the monster thing, that hole went down, and... Uh, With you breaking Dirty Jim's guitar? Allegedly breaking Dirty Jim's guitar. Uh, I took some pills, like mm-hmm. Darvacet and Wellbutrin, yeah. you know, just to get past, to kind of numb it, because I was twitching a lot. And uh, two days after that Friday, and just I, after that Friday I stopped taking the pills, my uh, pinky and forefinger and that side of my left hand have gone numb, and... Like, the later the day goes on, the more numb it gets. Like, especially when I try to go to sleep, it gets really, really just painfully numb. I'm not sure how to... Painfully numb? How does that like, work? It's like tingle? really tingles. And, like the pins and needles type thing. Yeah. Right? All right, 407-916-1041, my nail pro- hurts. In my professional opinion, it definitely sounds like loss of uh, blood flow through that portion of your body. I'm thinking constriction. Um, See, everything else feels fine. How about when you run? <laughs> when I go up the steps, I feel fine. How about when you stand? Nah. Doesn't Knees happen crack. that often. Knees crack. <laughs> now, um, is there a... Like, I don't know what the numbness in the fingers could be called. I mean, is that a signal for anything other than maybe like heart attack, stroke, diabetes? Well, the usual? Well, first thing, I told them not to take those pills because they weren't going to do anything. Yeah, because it takes like two weeks for them to kick in. Yeah, right? and you still well, need a large dosage of it in your system. But he still didn't listen. And then second of all, aren't you sleeping on the floor? Yeah, but I sleep on my uh, right side. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's what you're something with your back and neck. But Why I don't you sleep on... in your bed? I don't have a bed. Oh. <laughs> oh. And I sl- and I slept oh. on the floor for three years. Why would all of a sudden would it just hit me now? Well, <laughs> Because the body's finally starting to give under the pressure? Maybe. Well, picking that guitar up and slamming it down probably didn't help your back at all. True. Yeah. But it had it coming. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> all right, so you have the appointment tomorrow with a doctor? Yeah. Whose doctor are you going to? Tommy's. You know Tommy's going to be in there and know everything that has happened to you. Yeah, probably. I already called her. <laughs> Now, is this an actual medical doctor, or is this your psycho doctor? No, I have two real doctors, and this is the real... He has a team. ...Western medicine doctor. <laughs> Are they in Team Bateman? <laughs> no, they're not. Hmm. I am nervous about him going to my doctor, though. Really? Why? 
What do you Look think at, I don't know. He'll do some insulting thing, and then I'll have to yeah. find a new doctor. Like, my medical records would be... No, wait, 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 wait. Did, does she know that you uh, you referred him? Did you get, like, a hundred bucks or something? Like, if you were thirsty? I don't, I don't <laughs> think so, but... With my luck, there's probably some... Ref- I know she'll probably ask. I think on the medical forms, it's like, how were you referred here? Just don't say Tommy. You'll never believe. <laughs> don't... Not Tommy. Yeah. Anybody but Tommy. <laughs> All right, ladies first in the hideout. Amy and Deland, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Amy? Hey, hideout kids. What's up? Yo. Yo, yo. Um, not Albert's yeah. got a pinched nerve. It's classic. Just a pin, just a pinch nerve. Uh, how could he have gotten that? Because he seems to think it's because of the pills. I think it's psychosomatic. Well, yeah, that definitely could be. I mean, look who we're talking about. Right. <laughs> what is that supposed uh, to mean? Nah, behave. She's trying to help you. Calm down. No, but no, psych- she doesn't know my psyche. I do, and you're fragile, and you're stupid. How and am you, I fragile? And you worry about things constantly. The way, no. we, way we saw you with the whole guitar thing. Go ahead, Amy. He's on the floor. He was highly stressed. His shoulders were up around his ears. You guys led him on. I listened to that whole thing. You guys led him on for so long. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was awesome. Thank it you, Amy. Awesome. I, pinch nerve. That's all you got. Thank, how does he Hot fix nerve. a pinch nerve? Does he get rubbed out? Yes. Well, sh- shut up. If you're rubbed out. No, I'm, I'm saying, does he get? <laughs> will a massage take care of it? And will yeah. you come rub me out? All right. Oh no, no, thank you though. All right, thank you, Amy. My sphincter needs a little attention. So you have to go <laughs> pay for a massage, Matt. Great. Are you, so maybe it's just a pinched nerve. Yeah, and maybe it's or, a heart attack. Or possibly cholesterol. Or diabetes. Block it. Maybe you need spinal operation. Or you get an amputation like Big Mama from Soul Food. <laughs> Quit with those references. <laughs> I got it, though. I got it. That was hilarious. That was good. No, well, you people big, got it. You say Big Mama, I'm thinking Big Mama's house. <laughs> I got it. That's great. Uh, four zero seven nine one six one zero. What's what's next? Yeah, yeah, sisterhood reference. No, that's too white. Joy Luck Club. <laughs> <laughs> big hands here in the hideout. What's up, big hands? Big hands, bitch. What's up, baby? Hey, man, tell that old rusty Marlboro smoking bitch. She didn't know what she's talking about. Uh, Matt Albert has an onset of diabetes, man. That's all that is. <laughs> that's all it is. That's all it is. I I yeah. tend to agree with you, except he gave up sugar like what four months ago? Five. But it doesn't really matter about sugar though, right? Does it, Big Hand? No, man. It matters about uh, his weight and uh, his stress uh, uh, that he's putting on his pancreas. All right. Now, wouldn't it matter? Wouldn't it show up more in the legs than the, like the last two fingers on his left hand? Well, he's so fat. You know, if the pain, it could even travel that far down. All right. So maybe he couldn't go. <laughs> Thank you, Big Hand. Yeah, all right, baby. It's an exhibition to get that far down. <laughs> big hands, bitch! By the way, poor Big Hands, and once again came in second place mm-hmm. in the events. He could never just get right over the top. All right, let's go to uh, Megan, ladies first in the hideout, and point Sienna. What do you got, Megan? Hey, yeah, Matt, I agree with the other lady. I had that happen to me quite a while back, and it's just a pinched ulnar nerve. Mm-hmm. It runs underneath his elbow. He probably rolled over in his sleep, banged his elbow pretty hard, and pinched off the nerves. How, now, how do you fix that, though? Um, sometimes it'll just fix itself. Like, it'll, if he takes, like, any type of, uh, a leave NSAID, or something? like, Advil or anything like that that is, uh, anti-inflammatory, uh-huh. it'll help decrease the inflammation around the nerve. Okay. So that could possibly do it. Um, massage therapy can help. Or sometimes really just re- redoing the same thing. Well, 
stop it from hurting as well. Kind of kick it back in the place. All right, hey, I appreciate it, Megan. Thank yeah. you. She sounded well, right about your size. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't say that. Well, he is always, he's always complaining about his back hurting and stuff. Say, so, let me, uh... Talk you want me just to give you some leave and see how you feel in the morning? Well, do I have to pay if I cancel the... Yes. You yep. should go well, anyway. Screw it, I'm going. Dude, you should go anyway to get a checkup regardless. It's not a bad idea. Hey, yeah. I wonder what she's going to say. <laughs> Lose some weight. <laughs> no. You know you have to pay a copay tomorrow, right? Yeah. It's $15. It's 25 Really? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> you should just take bear. Now, the good news is if you take bear, your pain will go away. But the bad news is... Do they still make bear anymore? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went out with Nuprin. Mm-mm. The bad news is you, oh. you probably had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take some bear. One day, that's all you're going to hear from this room. I figured it'll be walking out the door to go work out. And you're just... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and you have to go knock your own door down to see if he's dead or what. Unless he's lying there, his leg's not working. Oh. 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 <laughs> 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 like, hey, Matt, you okay? He's going to be like the one arm kind of like, it just goes in like a circle. Just, uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's just fantastic. The look at his face right now. Because he knows it's true. Yeah. Yeah, he can't come back to it at all. <laughs> and then you'll be like, all right, hold on. I'm going to call you to ambulance. you like, no, it costs money. No, I'll be fine. <laughs> Where, where's I your really 500 bet. miles and shortest journey comments now, you fat bastard? <laughs> oh. oh. You frozen bastard. All right, oh. Let's go to Phil and Deltona. What do you got, Rosen. Phil? What's happening, guys? Yo, dude. I had the same thing, man. I had it in my back and my neck where I was shooting down my leg and then shooting down my arms, too. And uh, they ended That's up leaving guy. mine a little bit with epidural shots in the back. Ooh, epidural shots, man. Well, nothing's shooting. It's just a constant numbness. Now, has it has it has the numbness gone away at all? Uh, Like when I first wake up, it's kind of, it's faded. But by the time, you're so, you know, a couple hours, it's back. So, you're so dead. Probably. Yeah. Ben in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Ben? Hey, guys. Um, got two really quick orthopedic um, tests for nerve impingement. Okay. You can do for all right. Um, all right. Put your hands together like you're praying. But instead of the palms of your hands, you want the backs of your hands. So your fingers are pointing down. Oh, okay. You want to push the backs of your hands together. Mm-hmm. He's and, doing it. And hold that, hold that for like five, ten seconds or so. Now, if that reproduces pain either in the top of the wrist or um, the thumb, the pointer finger, or p- half of the middle finger, then you know that's the, the median nerve. And that's the nerve that usually gets impinged for carpal tunnel syndrome. Was it, Matt? A little bit of pain on the top on the top of the wrist, but not that much. Maybe because all you do is just, you're on the Internet all day just yeah. typing, <laughs> looking for clips of porn to jerk to. Now, now what you can do for, for a little bit of self-treatment um, is, is it your right arm or your left? Cut it off. Left. Left. All right, you stick your left arm up on the on the counter in front of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Your, your elbow's mostly in front of you, not your not your hand or your forearm. Dude, do it, Matt. And then, <laughs> oh, go, go ahead. Um, I actually teach self self treatment massage classes for this. Um, and you actually take the heel of your hand, mm-hmm. and with your arm your right arm at about a forty five degree angle, dig that the heel of that hand in, and move where from, the, from from just above the wrist. Yeah. 
to all the way up to the elbow. Arm bends. Just rub it, Matt. Dig it in, dude. Come no, on, no, dig. No, no, just just yeah. one long, very slow, very slow stroke. Just sort of giving yourself an Indian burn. And then when the closer you get to the elbow, you're going to find a very sensitive spot. Touch it a little bit more. It's getting, it's getting tight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ben. So, anything there? No. Actually, just hurt my hand more. <laughs> it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, 407 916 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Let's congratulate our boy EJ, who was the winner Friday night over at the Premier Dope Factory Alley. Congratulations, EJ. Let's thank you again. This is EJ from the U. Uh, <laughs> won the uh, shopping spree, $587.25. Just, I think he swept all of the qualifying events, and then he obviously got closest to the 587.25. And Joy, the other, uh, the female contestant who went against him, uh, got nearly $10,000 in vibrators and dildos. Or sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah, sixteen hundred. That was great. But, uh, uh, but I'm so dehydrated. Uh, I'm sure. Been working me this whole weekend. Uh, now let me ask you, dude. Are you? Uh, what have you gotten so far? Oh, definitely got the pirate porn. Oh, you went after the. Oh, we're oh, we're about to chat with to her next. That. We're chatting with her very soon. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, she is quite hot. Yeah, she is a cutie. I got her other ones too. Uh, there's something about University of Austin. We're talking about, I'm talking about Austin Moore, and it's yeah. and the contractors one is a great one too. But um, so you're gonna just enjoy that stuff out of premiere, huh? Oh yeah, I also hooked up Joink with a copy of it because uh, he was hurting for some porn. He oh. said he only had VHSs. Uh, he all right. <laughs> he, that was nice. He, I, I had to help him out. Also, pictures there mm-hmm. uh, that were asking about it. Uh, maybe at the contest at the, your live show, I might bring one another copy out there. Look at him, he's just, because it is the most popular porn out there, the pirate yeah. oh, porn. Oh, it is the best. So you could actually just go spend your $500 uh, on that and, you know, hand it out as gifts, and people would absolutely be all about it. Well, EJ, congratulations from the hideout. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You, you are the defending champion, and uh, maybe we uh, can look forward to some time you were defending that title, my friend. Uh, no problem, I'm the king of porn now. All right, congratulations, <laughs> brother. Later, man. All right, he's a good dude. New heretic. And one it all out there, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. It really was a very good time out of our We had a blast. At Premier Adult Factory Outlet. Now looking forward to this Friday, 17 stunts on the 17th with Tuttle, Stunt Bowl 2 at the Metro in Melbourne, J-Dubs. And uh, first, though, let's get some angry music. Is there anything like angry or sad music that we can get? Because apparently there's a problem with the heretics. Really? Are they, uh, is there a war going on? Uh, Civil War of Heretics. Here's a blog that was written by Misfit Matt. It looks brother like, against brother. It looks like he's online. Maybe if we could even get him to call in. But I'll read you his blog. Okay. On his MySpace. Heretics have become a joke. While I am effing disgusted with what has become of a great idea, a hardcore group of hideout fans have become a bunch of bitches begging for free S or looking for something to beat off to. I'm effing tired of attention whores showing off their boobs and getting ass for free, or guys pretending to be important to try to get into some girls' panties. Uh-oh, I wonder who's that? who that's about. 
How it's many? It's not half pay. No, I, not true. It's not at all. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm. Oh, you get the whole tie-in. Oh, okay. Um, how many of the so-called heretics do anything positive for the show anymore? True. No Very true. effing few, and I'm sick of it. F hereticshideout.com. F hideoutheretics.net. All it is is effing pandering for attention or hoping to get crap they want paid for. I'm done with it. I'm not part of it anymore. I will support the show and advertise them to people because I think they deserve they deserve to get bigger. But I'm not a heretic anymore. Oh, F, Matt. F being misfit, oh, Matt. Matt. Oh. All right, you can turn the music off. Come on, Matty Boo. <laughs> I didn't. We don't need new music. There's no. Sad now. We've lost a heretic. Play some misfits. I mean, he's still around. But But he's not a heretic anymore. He's always a heretic. Once a heretic, you're always a heretic. Ah, like MS-13. (laughs) That butterfly has shed its cocoon. (laughs) Now, is there any? Is this actually going on though? I mean, I didn't. I. Here's what I think it kind of is. I thought he was describing me at some points in there about wanting free stuff. Yeah. And girls are getting naked. Well, I think we all want that in life, don't we? He says now he's not going to be able to sleep. He's too angry to call in right now. Really? Oh, come yeah. on. Come on, Matt. Must Please call in. Well, tell Must him to call in and get it over with. Yeah. That way he'll sleep, because I know he has to be at work at like 5 o'clock in the morning, something stupid. We need him on Friday anyway, so I don't care what he says. We need him. Yeah, because he has to help us with the manure for uh, the 17th stunts. Because he's helpful. He is. He's a good heretic. Yeah, he's always been out there for anything we need him for. The uh, date that I went on last time I was here? Mm-hmm. He went and picked up Sid for you from uh, the, yeah. uh, the uh, I airport? I will say this. He's a number one in my book. He is one of the top heretics. So if anyone deserves to call out other heretics, it yeah, is him. It doesn't bother me at all he's calling out people. I think, from what I understand, there's a very core group. The ones that we hang out with and essentially consider buddies. And not just listeners, you know, hanging out with all the time. Big Hands, Zeppelin, Jimmy Jam. Um, but, yeah, so it seems like it's an issue. He doesn't want to come on the air? Is he not going to come on the air? Call him back. Tell him to go. Oh, no, no, he never called up. That was, this, this was somebody else. Oh. He said he's definitely bringing the stuff on Friday, though. Are you talking to him online? Yeah, I told him to call in, but he's... It says he's he can't get to sleep now and he's getting pissed thinking about it. Then get pissed on the air. Come Let on, him buddy. Vent. vent. This is your time. Add something to the right, show. We broke him down. He's calling. Nice. Yeah. Is he going to call out anybody in particular? Because I want him naming names. Yes. Yeah. I want this to be a, a direct I think, shoot. I think I know who he's talking about. I want a purging. He's going to have to change his screen name if he's not going by that anymore. No, he's going by that. He says he's definitely bringing the poop for Friday and the stunts in Melbourne. 17 on the 17th. The Metro. Melbourne. They got two full liquor bars, and they serve food there, too. Mm. It's going to be awesome. First, we'll talk while we're waiting for Mr. Matt to call in. Let's talk to Lenny and Deltona. What's up, Lenny? Hey, guys. How's it going? All right, Duke. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. She and I have been living together for about two years now. Okay. We're on last Valentine's Day. We had, like, you know, spare no expense. This year, we're on a very fixed budget. She tells me this year, baby, don't give me anything this year. I don't expect anything. We're on a fixed budget. Question, dilemma. What do I get her? Do I get her anything? Do I 
go by what she says, or is it a test? I don't know. My advice, virgin advice, don't go with money. Go with thoughtfulness. You know, make up for lack of cash Mo. with actual thought of the gift. Here's what I say you do. Not only that, don't buy her anything, but, like, make her a card or, you know, take... Okay, I got the card thing taken care of. Just card wrap a bow done. around your wang and no, call no, it a day. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's thoughtful. What about, like, hot chocolate on the daddy dong? Yeah, no. maybe you do that. Dude, you have balls if you do that, man. That's that's hot painful. Hot chocolate on the dad be dong. Hurting. Be like, hey, baby, there you go. Yeah. No, I mean, seriously, guys, I got, I got I, a card. The card is taken care dude, of. Dude, I, I think that's all you need to do, and if, I'm not lying you, to you. If you have the card and an actual thoughtful note in there, You'll yeah. be able to get away with it. Now, you just can't go get away with uh, saying to you, baby, yeah. and to hand it there, and then you got yourself a uh, present. You got to actually write something in there. Yeah, but I think that's all you got to do. And then, you, and if she gives you any crap about it, be like, hey, uh, we have a relationship based on honesty. I thought you were being honest. Oh, absolutely. And, and you, I'll tell you what, she's the best, you know, she's the best thing ever happened to me since sliced bread. I mean, I have an ex, and she is, she's I got an ex, fetus. and... Uh, here's what I thought of, and let me run this past you. I, mm-hmm. I actually thought of this day as I was leaving work. Real fast, because we got to talk to pirate porn. Hurry. Oh, okay. Oh, what about like making up some like stupid coupons on? I don't mean stupid. In case one of her friends. That, like that, that like is good for back massages yeah, or, or night like, out. Uh, a, a night for bubble bath. I've whatever. actually I've done that before, dude. It works great. Just make is sure cool? you. Don't, yeah, is that's cool? a good one. Very Stabbing good. One. Card. Yep. There you go. All right, guys. Good job, Lenny. Hey, you're thanks, very thoughtful. Thanks, out. You betcha. That's what that's, I'm here for. That's a very good one. The coupon thing always works. And you, you make one for, like, free oral or get out of oral card. What uh, if you just give her coupons to, like, a giant or something? or, or uh, Publix? Publix. And this is for Snuggle Fabric Softener. You get $2 off, two-for-one cucumbers. This will get you three cans of ravioli for 99 cents. Can I get that? Can I get that? Uh, here's our buddy Misfit Matt, or the heretic formerly known as Misfit Matt. Hey. How's it going, guys? Have you chose a symbol to go by? <laughs> uh, not yet. I'm thinking about it. What's uh, the problem? It's the big middle finger. I don't have finger. any artistic ability, so it's going to be kind of hard. All right, all right, you know what? Damn it. Damn it. I knew this was going to happen. Pirate porn girl is on the other line. Why don't you stay on the line with us while we talk to her? All right, hold on, Misfit Matt. Uh, can you hold on through the break? Oh, absolutely. All right, we'll take a break, come back, we'll talk pirate porn, and also with uh, Misfit Matt in the hideout on World Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. Pirate porn. Uh, check next with uh, Misfit Matt as well. Hey, it's on the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Austin Moore next. Monday night in the hideouts, Real Radio 104.1, half a and dubs. 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Um, we'll continue with the division of the heretics in just a little bit. But first, uh, J-Dubs, we did a live broadcast at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet mm-hmm. on Friday night for my birthday. And um, absolutely the thing that most people were asking about, above and beyond anything else. Above the toys, above the everything. Was pirate porn. Mm-hmm. Now... When it very first came out, our old intern, Putin, was in, just so excited about pirate porn. And I just figured there had been pirate porn before. I didn't know why it was such a big deal. And we ended up getting a copy of it. And we tricked him into thinking we bought it for him when really it was just sent to us. And we gave it to him and said, we went out, we spent a lot of money on this for you. I hope you enjoy it. 
But um, pirate porn is the new rage. And I guess it's actually called Pirates. Yes. And uh, the star, one of the stars of that movie, uh, Austin Moore, that's Austin with a Y, uh, Moore.net, joining us in the high on our radio. How are you, Austin? What's going on, man? Uh, not too much. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And you? Uh, you know, we're good. We're very, very good. So, cool. tell me about the allure of the uh, the pirate porn. Like, how did all this happen? Because was this through Adam uh, Adam and Eve as well? Yeah, it was actually. It's a co-production between Adam and Eve Pictures and Digital Playground. Okay, so. So it's actually, it's actually like one of the first times that two major companies like that had actually gotten together and produced a movie together, and. Um, and it was pirates, the biggest and baddest thing ever. <laughs> now, now with uh, Adam and Eve and that that stuff, I uh, my mom's boyfriend used to get the catalogs sent mm-hmm. to our house, like like I think it was like bi monthly or something. All right. right. And I was only like probably twelve when they were being sent, so I used that as batch material. That's like one of my first uh, types of constant batch material I ever had. And the odd thing about it was they like they. They try to block stuff out in the catalog, so you'd buy it and you know actually get the real thing. So I was always, you know, using blocked out images mm-hmm. to uh, to run it to. And I, and I thought back then they had some kind of buccaneer or pirate porn in that magazine then too. Is it, now Austin Moore here in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Um, also, too, you can go to her website, uh, Austin with a Y Moore uh, dot uh, dot net. Uh, now you uh you you grew up in Pinellas. And um, you know, obviously here in Florida, uh, and you went to middle school there, and you actually were, you kind of were near that pirate ship whenever you were growing up, and and that whole thing is the allure around the controversy of what happened with the filming, not of the actual sex on the pirate but, uh, boat, but the using of that boat. Well, yeah, I mean, at first, actually, they were they told us that we weren't going to be allowed to use it, so it kind of went back and forth, and I guess finally they gave in and as long as there was no you know set action on there besides dialogue um then it was an okay thing all right so all right, all right. Very, very. it was actually kind of cool all right now now what was that like though as far as uh like i haven't seen the pirate porn yet because we had the copies and we gave it to our Come intern on. no i oh, look no hold on a second now hold on i'm gonna compliment you on your other fine work but the pirate porn we had given to our intern who wanted it, and I think we gave it out as another prize because we got it from Adam and Eve. And then the whole like hubbub came out about yeah. the pirate porn. I'm like, son of a bitch! Now I got to get a hold of this thing, um, which everybody went first for when we did our premiere Adult Factory Outlet broadcast. What's the allure of the private porn, uh, pirate porn? I mean, are you guys walking the plank? I mean, it, it, we're on are the radio. Are you doing hooks? Uh, what are you doing on there that makes it so fantastic? Are you or are you just wearing bandanas with eye patches? I mean, first of all, I think Pirates in the movie, it has, like, the best talent in the industry. I mean, the most beautiful girls, and I'm not saying that just, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, Janine, Jesse, and Carmen, and Tegan, and Devin, and, I mean, they're just, everybody in that movie is just, you can't help but want to look at. So, right. I mean, I think just the cast in itself was phenomenal. Okay. And another thing is a lot of money went into this movie, a lot more than what goes into a regular, you know, adult film. Now, let so. me let me say this about your films because I while I didn't watch that one because we gave it away, I have seen University of Austin and The Contractor. Fantastic. Uh, uh, oh, thank you. Now, and here's <laughs> and here's the other thing about it too, Dubs, especially The Contractor I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It's the the movies 
are kind of funny, but not like in that bad porn kind of funny. There's actually, like, you can tell some people have written it, it like, where it's, all right, because there's a lot of sex, and there's a lot of good sex, but the stuff in between isn't just filler, it's, it's kind of fun. It's actually entertaining. Right. Now, Austin, because, I mean, you're not, you know, you're not too bad acting in this. I wanted to pull some clips to play for. we got to do that next time we do something like that to play back for, <laughs> of, the, of the actual acting. Yeah. Because that could have been well, a plus. But, it was funny. University of Austin was kind of cool because, like, it was, like, it's a comedy. I mean, it's a true yeah. comedy. So, I mean, like, a lot of this stuff, I mean, it was just, like, way over the top, you know? And it was kind of, I mean, sometimes it would seem, like, cheesy or whatever, but, like, if somebody's going to watch the whole movie, it's kind of a cool movie to watch, you know? And then, and, like, I play, you know, this over, like, this girl that's just overwhelmed in college and takes on way too much work, but, you know. And dudes. Yeah, and dudes, and, you know, really isn't, you know, really has to work into the dudes, you know. She right. really hasn't handled very many dudes in her life. Exactly. But, um, and then in the contractor, I get to play some really mean, like, tough, you know, snotty little girl, which is totally Who, cool who's too. The, Real fast, because I've seen the movies, like I said, who's the chick who's, like, the boss in the contractor? Because you're gorgeous. And she, too, is, like, just, uh, damn. She's a hot, hot girl. Yeah. Um, that is uh, Miss Carmen Luvana. Okay, and she's also in Pirates? Yep, she's in Pirates also, and she is um, Adam and Eve's other um, contract star. Okay, very good. All right, we're talking real fast to Austin Moore. That's Austin with a Y. Moore.net here in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, one of the stars of Pirates. Now, with Pirates, do you guys plan on doing a uh, sequel to it? Um, You know, they're thinking about it. I, I really don't. I don't have any definite information on it, but no. I hear that there's... A script being written uh, and possibilities uh, of another one. Coming. I think you should. I think you should get in, uh, with the writers and pitch this to them. You can have it. You know, I'm not gonna get mad if it's being used because I'll I'll totally <laughs> enjoy it. How about you get like Lex Steele in there and do a whole Amistad thing? Oh, come on, what the hell? And why did Matt write that for you? I saw him pass the joke over. What are you talking about? Uh, what the hell is wrong with you guys? Okay, Mr. Marcus. Oh, um, all right, Mandingo. Uh, They're all good. All right, now our all one of our director Tommy Bateman has an issue. He said your first sex scene was with a porn star that he hates most, Evan and Pirates. It was with Evan Stone, who I just I can't stand. All right, now what's your problem with Evan Stone? I don't know. There's just something I don't like about him. Uh, now, how was he to work with, Austin? Penis? That smile? <laughs> that long no, he's, hair. He's fine. For, I mean, he's a great performer, you know? I mean, it's funny. Like People, I think, either love him or hate him. I it's hate him. It's very weird. You know, like, I meet people that are like, oh, my God. He's the best thing, and then other people, you know, even my fans are like, oh, you ruined it. You did a scene with Evan, you yep. know? So, I mean, everybody, you know, not everybody likes me, you know? So I love you, and I hate him. Wait a second. Do you really not like him, or are you just jealous of him? You I'm know, not jealous. You should be jealous of me. Right, here's see what I look like. Here's the thing. Tommy Bateman is actually a male model. He's, uh, he's, okay. he's a good-looking dude. He gets, he's not your typical radio guy, except for these five, too. What? But, you know, other than that... Now let me. You, oh, you mean down there. are you all natural? <laughs> yes, I'm all natural. Yeah, I think I could tell, and I, I dig that about you that you're doing the all natural thing when it comes. So what's next then for Austin Moore? Oh wow! Well, actually, I'm. I have a show called Fresh Baked Video Games that's actually a recurring role on Spike TV every Saturday night. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and that's for like the next 15 weeks. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm actually doing this weekend, which is really cool. It's um, for Echo Clothing. I am doing uh, a video that's going to play in the Macy store, so it's a little bit of mainstream stuff. But I also have, you know, a couple other movies coming out next month. University of Austin 2. Yes. And um, Carmen. It's called Carmen in Austin, where Carmen and I work together again. And have you already filmed magazine. that? Yes, it's already, it was already shot. And um, now, did you get, did you did you guys do stuff together? Uh, I think you did. You guys do stuff at the end of the contractor. Yeah, and the contractor. <laughs> yeah, Carmen and I and Evan had a scene together. Oh, I, oh. <laughs> oh it's disgusting, dude. Though it's I was like, gonna say, Carmen Luvon is super hot. Yeah, and then she has to ruin it with Evan Evan Stone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the anger because I think it's well. You you gotta you know you gotta go out and get Carmen Austin and never... when it comes out when it releases because it's it's just us. You have I've to see him. I've never. I didn't why... have to share it, which was why nice. not Tommy Gunn, who is a friend of ours, Joanna Angels. He's in Pirate, the Pirates porn. He should be doing the scene with you, not Evan Stone, who ruins everything. I've never seen a hate for a I, porn star yeah, like this. I didn't even know that dude's name. How do you know that dude's name? Because he's in everything and he ruins it all. He's I'm... worthless. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, just to let you know, I. I have a movie coming out. It's called Headmaster 2, and I have, mm -hmm. I'm have i working with Tommy Gunn. So yes, finally. You have something to look forward to. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Well, Austin Moore, hey, have you done any interracial stuff, or can you, or will no, you? No, please, no. Will the yes. value go down, or, I mean, what's what's going on there? Yeah, I think it's up to every, you know, what what they're comfortable with. I, you know, I really can't answer that at, at this point. I mean, there's a lot of things that I, you know, don't do on film just because I don't feel comfortable with them at this point, you know. Unfortunately, um, Evan but... Stone isn't one of those things you feel uncomfortable doing. <laughs> Come on, film. dude. Yeah. What the hell's with the, ha the hatred of the Evan no, Stone? Oh, he's, he's mean. I know, he really is. He can't get on his bad side. Well, Austin, I got to say, and all right, so you got to I'm think. I'm like Evan, who got on yours. Um, <laughs> Spike TV. I just TV. want to tell you how jealous I am of all you guys. You're in Orlando, Florida. You miss, Do you miss home at all? I mean, because you're out in L.A. I mean, I'm sure L.A. is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you know, L.A. is cool. It's, you know, it's busy. The weather's awesome. But besides that, you know, all my friends and family are back in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So, you know, that's, that's the best part about Florida. It's definitely not the mosquitoes, so. Yeah. Well, if you ever come through, I mean, we'd love to have you in studio one time. You ever uh, swing home. Um, So Spike TV's Fresh Bake Video, that's on Saturday nights, right? That's on Saturday nights, yeah. And then, uh, of course, you can always go to austinmore.net. That's Austin with a Y. And uh, AdamEve.com. Uh, Does Evan pirate. have a website that we can no, go to? No, I'm sure. Not go to his website. Evan Stone. It's iruineverything.com. <laughs> Slash long hair. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, Austin, thank you so much for joining us in the hideout, sweetie, and best of luck, and we're well, digging the movies. Thank you for having me. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. All right, bye-bye. Notice she stumbled over the interracial question. Yeah, uh, no, I won't go there till I have to. Basically, was the answer. until I hit thirty. All right, Misfit Matt, you there? Hey, I'm here. All right, can you hang one more segment? And we'll dedicate it all to you. Oh, absolutely. Get all your right. anger up. All right, here's my, yeah, you work it up. And go watch an Evan Stone scene. <laughs> yes, and think about why you're angry and hate the heretics. Uh, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on The Hideout. Misfit Matt said this, says that there's something wrong with the heretics. They're greedy bastards and all they're after is pirate porn and attention. And they're not doing anything good for the show. I just want to hear him call people out. Next in The Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Yeah, we need to come back with this one more often. This is taking us back to the old Saturday night shows. It's The Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 
1041 star one zero four one singular wireless phones live on a Monday night. We're about to get some uh, some dirt. Dubs, there's so much we didn't get to tonight, man. Now we'll get to tomorrow. I guess that's what tomorrow. But it's a short porch, content-wise, because Friday's the live broadcast at the mm. Metro Melbourne Stunt Bowl two seventeen stunts on the seventeenth. We'll get to that in a second, though. Uh, we're uh, of course looking forward to seeing everybody out there, and I believe Friday night was a, co- a complete success. And I know that uh, Premier Adult Factory Outlet was happy, which is one of our big things, too, and I'm glad that they were happy. It's uh, so good to have them on board here in the hideout. We want to make our clients happy, and we want to make our uh, or sponsors happy, and we want to make our heretics happy. But apparently there's one heretic. None too happy. Not uh, very excited. Why do the mats always cause the trouble in the fan base? I was always the you know the catalyst in D.C., mm-hmm. and now... It earned you a Matt. spot on the show. <laughs> All right, let's go to Misfit Matt, who, let's run down Misfit Matt's history real fast. It was his girlfriend at the time who came in to dance topless and in her panties with a topless Matt Albert for tickets on a death party bus <laughs> out to uh, Cocoa Beach. Uh, he's been to the movies with us, uh, bowling with us. I have his Blade Trinity DVD that I need to still watch. Um, he's give, turned me on to a new band by the name of Romala. Giving me a ride to the airport to go pick up Sid Kata. In fact, uh, Ramallah is going to be in town. He's going to see if he can get the. He's going to see if he can talk to the singer to call in, do an interview with us. Well, not anymore. Well, well, he's, he's still <laughs> going to support the show. Don't forget the poo. He's the poo for Tuttle stunt. Um, the last stunt in the Helmet of Pain that's going to be uh, redone this Friday in Melbourne. So, Misfit Matt, you've done a lot for this show. In fact, I got a a message from you on MySpace saying you were ready. To be the first heretic to pay for a hideout tattoo. Yeah, uh, actually, I'm still getting it. I have the appointment scheduled. I'm going Thursday wow. Uh, evening. Wow, that is fantastic. Well, let's hear it for Mr. Matt, first of all. True uh, hardcore. He really is. So what's the problem? Well, like, over the last, especially couple months, I mean, there's been so many incidences that have just been pissing me off. Like, for instance, when someone broke something in the green room, who was there picking it up? The person who broke it left. Right. Like, son of a bitch. He just left it. No, that's. Do we? Did we ever figure out who that was? Yeah, I know exactly who it is. Tell me who it was. So it was I... Ivan. Oh wow. So I'm picking that up. All right, that's fine. I mean, I don't know how the hell you forgot you broke it, but you left. And that yeah. could have gotten us in a little bit of trouble. People littering the parking lot. We've all told them like, hey, make sure you don't do that anymore. I'm telling everyone. Put the garbage in the bed of my truck. I'll dispose of it. That's fine. Any trash, because we don't want any sort of trash anyway. People are still leaving trash. Oh, that's nice. You got Erica at the promotions handing out all sorts of free stuff for us, which is mighty kind. And then when she's leaving, you got a dozen strapping young lads standing around, and she's carrying all the crap out by her damn self. You could at least go the extra mile and help her carry a damn table. I, Sons of bitches. Now, I, I, here's the thing. He's brought up very valid points. I uh, I can't really argue with him. Now, what are some other issues? I know you're having some issues with some of the guys trying to use their status as heretics for getting some poon nanny. Uh, it, it's just, like, embarrassing to glom onto something. I mean, we all love the show, and rather than go out and pass out flyers and tell people to listen, you go, oh, I'm on the radio, I'm on the radio, I'm somebody important. No, you're just like me, you're just a listener, you're no different. You're not better than anybody else. The only difference is 
we can go up to the station, whereas the other people can't make it out there for whatever reason. I was talking to some toll booth workers leaving CJ's party. I hand them flyers, tell them to listen to this show, because wow. they can listen to the radio in there. Well, and it's like... These guys are great. You should listen to them. At, at personal appearances, people come up to me because I rock all the hi, uh, hideout gear and start talking to me like I'm on the show, and I'll just bring them over to Hefe, bring them over to Doves, Chunks, Bateman, someone who can, well, usually not Bateman, but somebody who can. Uh, <laughs> not to me either. Someone yeah. who can answer the questions. Well, Matt, too. I'll send them over to Matt. But. All right. Well, so now what, now because the, and all of these are very valid points. Now, is it one thing, is it, is it fair to get re- mad at the other heretics for not being no, as much as somebody as you are? No, absolutely not. I mean, you, everybody can do as much as everybody else, but when the opportunity arises to help out, like, all right, we got uh, Lester, who always brings up food whenever he can. You got mm-hmm. John, who every week brings up nuggets, always taking pictures for the show. I love it, by the way. Zeppelin helping out with any medical crap. He's always out <laughs> having a good time. Yeah, thanks this, for the pills. Though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, helping uh, Matt Albert have a stroke. That's, that's kind of him. <laughs> right. Leaving another spot open for maybe somebody else. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm hoping. Our Matt, we made. We all get to be the pallbearers at his funeral, which ought to be fun. Oh. Yeah, we made a mistake. Trust me. Um. <laughs> have to bring mm-hmm. a backhoe. So, Zuna, <laughs> <laughs> so what do we do then? How does this get solved, Misfit Matt? What can the heretics do? Um. And you, we can't lose you as a heretic because you guys are the original foundation. You. Um, you know, uh, Zeppelin, Big Hands. Uh, I noticed this is bothering Jono and uh, Locke. You know, just the, all the, 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 you know, the real hardcores. What's the problem? Uh, I can't make any decision. I mean, there's always going to be one more people wanting to come up, and most of them are pretty polite, and you know, they're nice to everybody, and they don't cause a damn fuss. But there's always people who come and make something great into something awful. I can't tell who. I don't know who, but it always just freaking happens like that. Now, that is true. Well, sometimes some people will come in. And almost ruin it for everybody else. And will end up ruining the party. Yeah. Talking but, to all of you all doing a segment, like talking in the background, having little conversations. Hey, guys, on the air. See the microphone? Mm. Yeah, I, I do agree with that one. I, can, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yes. Uh, Back to the uh, part of getting laid. I That doesn't even work for me. What are they saying to help them, you know, acquire some poon? <laughs> Don't ask me. It hasn't worked for me. I heard it, it could work for you. You're just not interested. Hey, uh, you know. <laughs> that fat on MySpace? I ain't trying to just go around and get laid, uh, you know, meaningful relationships, blah, 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 all that kind of crap. Look at you. He's a, he's a good guy. Right, hold on a second. We got somebody that wants to uh, talk to uh, Matt. You're in the high down rural radio 104.1. Mr. Macho! <laughs> what? Macho, you're a good boy, Macho! What do you want, Miss Yen? Macho, this is Yen. You come for me, Rob, you long time. <laughs> Can I get clean yum-yums? Yes, yum-yums. You get some of them. Yum-yum, yum, Miss Yen. Macho! Uh, right, th- Albert, you fat. You uh, die. Uh, thank you, Miss Yen. <laughs> I hate that whore. Uh, no. She obviously isn't real now, fond of I, you. I noticed this uh, starting with you, uh, Miss Matt, uh, a few weeks back when I was out at Patty McGee's. And I, I invited you up and everything uh, afterwards uh, to hang out at, at, during the show. And when everybody else started showing up, you went outside. Oh, that that wasn't just, uh, I wasn't trying to run from the group. Like I said, most of the people who came up, I have absolutely no problem with. The thing is, is that it was getting kind of cramped on there. It's not an open door night. I came up, I helped Kat bring up her table and stuff like that, and it was getting really packed in there. It's not an open door night. I didn't want to sit there and wear out my welcome, so I left. And other nights when... 
since it's been Hefe and Bateman and I wasn't invited up afterwards, I certainly didn't make myself comfortable into just going up there anyway. I hear, and Tommy Bateman just typed this to me, but I told him he needs to say it. Uh, Misfit Math might be the smartest person alive. Ha <laughs> ha, thank you, thank you. Uh, here's the thing about Matt. He does seem to have awareness. A lot of people don't have awareness. And I've always talked about this. Uh, some people in life get it, some people don't get it. Certain things, like, there are some people who don't know that they're the uncomfortable third wheel. Or that don't know uh, that they're always the butt of the joke. You know what I mean? And some people do get no it. No way, Jose. No way. <laughs> and just some people don't have that awareness. And you seem to have that awareness. And I, I'm not going to lie, I got a little weirded out, too, that all of a sudden... Because here's the thing for us as radio guys. When we invite people up into the studio for an open-door policy, we like to put on a show. We like to make it, hey, you're coming up for free, you're hanging out, we're going to do some sort of stunt, we're going to do something more than just sit here talking, you know what I mean? But after the Patty McGee's on Thursdays, where it kind of turned into an unofficial open-door, that pressure of the open-door kind of came back onto me and Dubs, where it was like, oh man, people are here... You know, and they're just kind of hanging out, and are they bored? Do we need to start all of a sudden stunting and doing all this kind of stuff? You know what oh I mean? God, no. And it yeah. turned it turned more into a, hey, let's throw each other under the bus to make some stuff happen for them, <laughs> when really that's only supposed to happen Friday on the last night, you know, last hour of the show. Yeah, and I also understand uh, this past Thursday, the massage therapists were a little bit busier with the whole big crowd than having their normal time to give... Uh, yeah. The, the 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 hosts of the show that rub down. I miss him, man. You are a genius. He's a smart man. I've talked to him the last couple of days. I agree with everything he says. And thir- and uh, you know, massage uh, girl Kimmy says Thursdays are for the massage therapist, which is true. That's how it originally kind of turned out. And then everyone kind of just started coming. Here's the, certain people, and maybe we need to go back to it, Dubs. We used to give out in D.C. hideout passes, where only certain people were allowed up any time because these people knew. That you know they were, they knew that they would just come in. They just worked themselves in to the flow of the show, and it was essentially like having a third or fourth mic. Maybe we start uh, doling out the hideout passes, and then everybody else has to be the open door. And I don't want to make it sound like we're mad at anybody. No, we're not. This. You know, I've never left uh, the show saying, "Oh, damn, blah 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 blah." You know, they, they're really pissing me off or anything. I've never said that. But, you know, it, it, when we're trying to do a show and everything, it, it might be better on Thursdays or something to, you know, it, only have people up here who aren't drunk, maybe, and <laughs> won't start talking in the background and everything. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole thing going on. Yeah, I mean, just period, even for open door. Or about to puke. Yeah, that's what I like about Mrs. Matt and a few others is that, like, he never gets up and starts walking around during segments. He doesn't just... If he comes in during a commercial break, he waits in the green room. He doesn't just walk in, like, five minutes into the segment because he was outside smoking or whatever. Because I'm always screaming... Is that a shot at me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. No, but you don't distract your own self walking Are we on yet? In. Are we on yet? Because like, there's people, like... And I'm always screaming at Gibbs, and uh, and then I'm talking to Chunks and talk back about, like, why is that person walking in in the middle of the segment? Why are they... Gibbs, shut up! Jesus! But, like, you know, I'm always screaming. That's my main thing is, like, tell them not to go in until commercial break. Because this, this is a huge deal. I mean, this so very few shows are off of the access 
And trust me, we have to fight for it and fight for it to keep going on. You know what I mean? And luckily, uh, luckily no one's gotten too stupid yet, and we haven't lost it. And Taco Bell has been so great as to sponsor it now, which is just fantastic. And we never even dreamed, and now it's gotten to a whole thing. You know, but we do need to be smarter about it. And you're right. So maybe that's what we do. Maybe we dish out hideout passes specifically for certain ones. Like Misfit Matt, like a Lester Big Hands. The higher class of the heretics. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to divide it into classes. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's not classes, it's people who, you know, truly get it. And maybe more people will get it as we start doling out these passes. Well, want to earn the, earn the right of, be, you know what, I'm going to come up there and I'm not going to sit there and, you know, be drunk and constantly look at me, look at me, look at me. I'll just hang out on the floor of the show. Right, Matt's a smart guy, and he seems fairly responsible. Why don't we have him be the teacher, and you have to pass a hideout manners course? Nice. That, Etiquette. That's actually not a bad idea. That would be kind of funny to give. Uh, maybe work on that, Matt, if you have some time. I know you got to be up early in the and morning. And, yes, you can punch them as hard as you can. And no, you, want. you can't. Lock in chokeholds. Yes, you can. Yeah, I'll start doing the chokeholds I learned Friday. Oh, All right. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. All right, Misfit Matt. Well, I think this is a good talk, not only for you and for the heretics, but also for the hideout. And maybe some action will be taken. Because it's not all bad. No. But I do understand. Here's, here's basically what he's saying. Hey, I love the show. I love the access that we have to the show. I don't want to screw up that access for me and the other people who really enjoy it. And if I can't do anything about it, I'm not going to be a part of it when it does go down. Exactly. Yeah. And I think he's uh, definitely... Now, here's the thing, though, Misfit Matt. I don't think you should completely write off the websites. Um, I don't think you should uh, write off hereticshideout.com or hideoutheretics.net. Because believe it or not, those websites have given you guys power. And that even made sales and other radio shows just like, okay, you guys have... Your, your fans are so hardcore, they've created websites and message boards and... You know, you've only been here for, you know, eight, nine months. So don't write that off completely. But it's also a good place. I'll tell you this, too. It's also a very good place, like hideoutheretics.net. Start listing all that stuff out, man. You know, people are on there all the time. They're always looking, and always looking for good debates. I think that's definitely a place you go and you throw it out there, in addition to here on the air. All right, buddy, thank you very much. Thank you all. You all have a nice uh, night. Yeah, and good luck trying to get up early in the morning. <laughs> All right, we'll do. All right, there he is. There's a good heretic. All right, let's take a break and come back. Tell these people on hold to hold on. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. A couple of other heretics want to weigh, uh, weigh in. Nightmare Dave, Lester Big Hands, is ready to throw people under the bus. Wow. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. I'm with Dubs in that I don't want anybody to think that we're bitching because we're not. And I think all the heretics have something different to offer. And I'm excited about the fact that there are new ones who are coming in wanting to be somebody, Dubs. And, I mean, even the... I mean. Zeppelin was out of hand when he very first came in. Yeah, and uh, that's what actually what I was just talking to Chunks about. Even Zeppelin, he sits here now. He raises his hand if he's got something to say. You know, he's really, uh, he's still out of control, kind of, but he's in control at the same time. And I think sometimes, too, the newbies have to go through that process of, okay, I'm not here to be a star. I'm here to hang out and contribute. And if I happen to turn into a star, it'll happen. But otherwise, you know, 
we're all looking to have fun, but we aren't looking to get it shut down either. Exactly. Uh, all right, let's go to Nightmare Dave, who, by the way, was also one of the finalists at a premiere. Did a fantastic job. Just happened to run into EJ, who... Uh, the juggernaut. Yeah, kicked everybody's oh, asses. Really. He, he whipped us on that, that golfing thing, which really sucks because I golf quite often. Yeah, so. sp- I, I, the way he hit the back-to-back nut putts, I was just like, you got to be kidding. This guy is uh, in, a, in another world. What do you yeah, got? He, he just wanted it more than we did, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah. Uh, I just want to say, yeah, I, I agree with Mr. Fat on, uh, yeah, excuse me, Mr. Fat Matt on a lot of things there. Uh, the one thing, though, I can say in a little bit of a defense with the whole, you know, when you said that with Erica carrying all the stuff and all the promotions people carrying stuff back to the van, mm-hmm. every time I show up, especially because I show up really early when I show up, mm-hmm. I always try to help and they always tell me no. They always say, they only stay back, they got it, they'll take care of it, they don't, they don't allow us. It's like they almost don't allow you to help or something. I, I think know. it's probably too even a liability issue. I couldn't imagine yeah, if they, they want, had somebody. They want, you know, everybody handling the stuff and stuff but... breaking. I was trying to help them set something up, but they found that was broken the last time I was used. Your little right. pup tent thingy had a couple broken bars on it, and they were they were bitching about it. About uh, I guess some other people they knew they figured had done it. But you know, you, you offering Dave is very nice. Of you. And I think that's oh, even the two, just the offer. Hey, thank you, bud. All right, now big yeah, hands. Uh, one, more, one more thing too. Yeah. And uh, I guess I'm gonna go ahead and offer my services as whenever you guys have like out of live events, I'm gonna come and go ahead and come in uniform because I always want them coming in uniform anyway and be kind of the unofficial security. I like uh, it. Uh, the because the Friday night everybody's like, Hey, are you the only guard here? Are you the only guard here at security? And, no, that, I'm that's, just, uh, that's what I do for a living. I dress up in uniform. That's not a bad idea just to make it look like we have some sort of a presence. Alright, thank you, Nightmare Day. Appreciate it. See ya. Alright, here's Big Hands. Come on, Lester. Here's, Come on. Bring it, baby. Here's one of the here's one <laughs> of the originals. On, here's one of the favorites. I love how Matt loves the drama. He does. He, <laughs> he loves when, getting stirred up. He loves when fights start. All right, big hands. I love hate. What's up, baby? Hey, big hands. Okay, I'm a, I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna try to stay calm. No, no. let it go. Okay, let it go. Just don't curse. Oh. Okay. Okay. We're gonna start off like this. I'm so tired of these wannabe hard Orlando boys who think they're all pretty, who think they can have anybody as they want to, but still riding off the jock of your show. Give me a name. Now, oh, the name is Jimmy Jam. Oh, all right. He, he is the biggest puss in Orlando. All right, now hold on a second, though. Uh, like, Jimmy, now I don't want to, Jimmy Jam was good enough to create heretics-hideout.com. You guys voted him president. <laughs> Just, okay, okay, okay. He kind of voted himself president, and everybody else just went along with it. But he still took the initiative. I don't want to... Come on, let's go. No, I'm <laughs> so happy. Come on. <laughs> you should see the, the <laughs> smile. You know what? It's just, it's just plain facts, you know what I'm saying? Who comes up there staggering all the time? How are we going to look up to a leader who's drunk off his... Ass all the time. I right, but see, here's the thing. Well, I mean, not everyone is always so. I like Jimmy Jam. I think Jimmy. I, I like Jimmy Jam too, but everybody was not born a, to be a leader. You know what I'm saying? I gave him uh, the reins. We gave him the reins. He messed up. He needs to go. All right, so he needs to go. So should we do this? Should we now? Friday's event needs to be fun out in Melbourne. How about this? A week from Friday, when we're back in here and we're back to doing the open door. Should we have some sort of a debate and crown a new leader of the heretics? Should we have a vote? I don't debate. Bring some gloves up there. Nice. 
Um, right, maybe we do something though. It sounds like something needs to be done because there's a there's a, just a complete schism between the heretics. Now, who else yeah, is a man. problem? Yes. Hold on. Uh, one more time in defense too of Jimmy Jam. I enjoy Jimmy Jam. I think he's funny. I think he's a funny guy. He had us over to his place on Christmas, and I thought that was a very nice gesture. So, but if you have a problem with him, you have a problem with. Him. Yes, you know man. Let's Everybody's... get past these. Everybody should have a problem with him because he's the one who's causing most of the ruckus in the back. Him and his drunk cohorts. And who would they be? Oh, my God. I don't even know half these trout mouth bastards that come up there with Jimmy uh, all the time. You know what I'm saying? Hell, I mean, I, I even like Gibbs' gay friends that come up there all the time. <laughs> You're the only one. Occasion freaks me out. Let me get off this phone, man. I'm getting mad, man. No, no, no we need more. Stay, stay. Right, hold the, now, are there any more people specifically? I defended Jimmy Jam. I think I still dig the guy. He posts. He's got HereticsHideout.com. He's on MySpace, pimping everything. Who else is okay. there? There will be no you more need, defending. Just name you need to keep notes. them two chunky Domino's pizza pocket holes off the show too. I know. Oh, Nobody needs to sell bread. Do what? Nobody needs to see those stale breasts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, she looks like Corky off damn life goes on. All right, who else is there, little big oh, head? Oh, man, please don't. I mean, Howie at times, he can be annoying. But, I love him to death, but, but he is annoying as hell. But now, see, here's the thing about Howie. Howie, as annoying as he may be, always contributes and always does something. And is and, he's and one he of those. Really he's falling off. He hasn't come up a whole lot lately. Or he'll take something away like Kurt. And he did, yeah. And he did throw out the whole abortion thing, which was kind of good. Yeah, man. That was, I mean, but but why bring the girl that she had abortion <laughs> to the to the, to the live broadcast, dog? Yeah, that's, you know that's a good. What kind of ADD patient do you have to be to embarrass the girl if you bought the fake ring? All right, should I throw out some names and see if he likes or dislikes? Yeah, yes. No, no, baby. Word association. All right, here we go. All right, let me ask you this one. I'm gonna throw out some names. Zeppelin. Zeppelin, love him to death. Love him like a brother. I can do it with him. Until he drinks. Yeah, yeah. Unless a giant Brian. Um, giant Brian. Giant Brian, love him to death. He's kind of special in his own way, but we have our own little special thing because we were the first three up there. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? We no. had that in common. No, I got you. I, I definitely. Good. Uh, ADH Will. ADHD Will. ADHD Will has one more word to say to me before I bust his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Um. Heiko. Is that true? What? Okay, I got. All right, then I don't want to talk about that on the air, do we? It wasn't anything too bad. It just uh, Lester probably saw it with uh, something happened between Giant, Giant Brian, Brian and Zeppelin got into fisticuffs. Yeah, and Giant Brian was about to smash Zeppelin, but I talked to him and he uh, he calmed down. You know what I'm saying? I'm big, but I'm not gonna mess with Giant Brian. And yeah, no, I hear. You. All right, let me, how about this? How about uh, the therapist, Kimmy and Cat? Kimmy and Kat is cool. Kat has some serious issues that she really needs to work out, you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know why she keeps trying to chase uh, Tommy around. Tommy don't want you, Kat. Get over yourself. <laughs> Let's keep going with that. Hold on, Matt. What kind of issues? No, 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 no. This can turn into a whole thing. Oh. I don't want to go any further. Seriously. No, issues. Oh, you can Sally you, Jesse Raphael on this. You can do it. Let me die. No, no, no. Let me dive into the abyss. I've already thrown them up. All right. It's not Hefe. 
not him say he is annoying as hell, but if you get with him one on one and um, you can weed through all the lies that he tells, <laughs> he's the cool dude. I was uh, talking to him Friday night, and he was actually just normal. Here's, here's, his, pro- here's his problem. He's always constantly trying to impress you when there's nothing impressive about him. Well, well, I mean, we don't need to impress you. He, he needs to really impress himself into a larger shirt. <laughs> Why does he always have a, a cell phone headphone in his head? I don't know. I don't know. Um, hmm. Okay. Else do we have? All right, we got to take a break. Oh, come on. Oh. We can name more names. We got to take a break. All right, now hold on a second. I guess one of the people you've called out is on the phone, Big Hands. Who? Oh, please. One of the girls. Yes! Which one? All right, hold on. Let's take a break. Can you hang through, Big Hands? Oh, yes. You you, you know I can. All right, hold on, Big Hands. Best segment ever. (laughs) Seriously. I love this. Why do you love it so much? I don't know. I just seriously love drama. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Listen to the Hideout. Coming up next on the Hideout. On the Hideout. More more of the confrontations. (laughs) Yes! More, More of Big Hands versus Central Florida. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. King of the retards. That's what I am. I thought he was third Mike and Ryder. King of the retards. He's ecstatic right now is what he is because we're in the middle of fights. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. He's still mad at me for the 500 miles joke. (laughs) That's why he keeps playing it. That was, oh, <laughs> that was funny, though. 407-916-1041, Our boy, Lester Big Hands, just threw a lot of people under the bus. Last 45 minutes has been about the heretics and issues with them and this, that, and the other. How dare you, Matt? Big Hands. What's up, baby? You feeling any guilt now you're looking back, reflecting on some of the people you threw under the bus? I mean, they can't whip my ass. I don't care. <laughs> But it's not about whooping asses, is yes, it? Yes, it is. It's, always, it's always about, about uh, who's the biggest and who's the best. I'm not saying I'm the biggest and the baddest, but these people need to know their place. You know what I'm saying? And people right. are getting right. out SFG. Of yeah. What about SFG? What do you think of SFG? SFG is a great person. Mm-hmm. But it's just to his, who? It's just his demons make him stupid. Link. Link? Oh, which one is Link? <laughs> Tall, lanky, cotton candy teeth. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Right, well, this isn't going to be a segment of calling out listeners. You talking about toothpaste? Man, I love toothpastes. He's awesome. Link is a fantastic that is character. My boy. I yeah. mean, you know what? I, I used to make fun of him, but now you know, I understand that every, everybody can't afford a good health care. He looks a little like Conan O'Brien a little bit. Uh, all right, here, uh, here's someone you called out earlier, Big Hands. Who? It's our friend, Jilly. Jilly, you there? You're one of the Domahoes, right? Uh, Still yes, and I am fighting that right now. All right, what well, look, fight your way to a salad buffet. <laughs> what? Big Hands. Oh, God, I love this guy. All right. no, you know what? The first time, no, let me talk. The first time that me and Ashley came up there, we came up just to chill around. We were just hanging out, whatever. I agree. Okay. We started, you know, we would get emails and stuff like that from some of the heretics. Saying, who would, you know, be, shocker. Who would email you, Jilly? Um, Jimmy Jam did a couple times. <laughs> a couple of times. You know what? I have no problem with Jimmy Jam. It's not like we've been up here for as long as you guys have. And I'll admit that. We've I can say what, now, here's, now. here's the thing, Jilly. 
I welcome you guys. I love the it's fact that you and I... Talk nice to that low self-esteem whore. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want everybody to calm down. Matt, calm down. I will. Hold on. I need everyone to calm down and not not talk over each other. Okay. All right, Lester, give her a chance to say her piece. Yes, sir. And then we'll move on. Go ahead, Julie, because we're literally at the end of the show, so real fast. I don't want people to think that we're up there being absolutely worthless, just being, you know, slutty, you showing, showing our boobs. That's not what we're there for. We're there to hang out with you guys. No, I we're there because we think you're great people. I, and yeah, we're we, crazy. We're crazy party girls. And, you know, <laughs> no one has a problem with that. This is the first I've heard that people have a problem with no, it. No, I agree, Jillian. Here's the thing. I want you and Ashley to keep coming back. I think you're fun. I love having chicks around the hideout. For the longest time, it was the Jedi Council because it was all dudes. I think it's great to have the female perspective, Jillian. You guys are you always say, welcome. If you want us to stay clothed, we'll stay clothed. I have no problem no, with that. No, thank you. Thank you, you know Jillian. Thank you, sweetie. I love, I love it's a female a perspective. I just don't like it's a whore perspective. Uh, oh, more word association. Uh, CJ. CJ is cool. She's just kind of weird, but I love her. How so weird? Uh, I, I don't want to go into that because her and uh, I, I think it's a crazy love triangle between her, Jimmy Jam, and Jake the Mechanic. So I don't want to. What about Jake the Mechanic? There. What about Jake the? Uh, no, Jake I don't, the Mechanic. He's cool. Yeah, I like. I him. have yeah, nothing yeah. bad to say about him. All right, we're going to have to continue this uh, it, when everybody's in studio. I'm trying to think of more. Stop, Matt. <laughs> uh, Uncle, Chris, hey, Matt. Uncle Crispy, you're in the hideout. Hold on real fast. Uh, Uncle Crispy, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you guys need to set up like a House of Representatives and get uh, Jimmy Jam impeached. All right, maybe that's what we, maybe we set up separation of powers. I you know maybe that's the problem is that it's a uh, it's a dictatorship. Good job, Uncle Crispy. Maybe we set up as a president. And then there's uh, the legislative branch, and maybe even the judicial branch, which could, which could be us. How many of us are there? <laughs> Six? Mm-hmm. The Rones is the deciding vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, look, man, I love y'all, and I'll come to support y'all like Matt does, but I'm telling you, I've had it with all these so-called heretics. I'm going to start chin-checking these fools. I'm dead serious. All right, big hands. All right, brother. Love y'all. All right, we'll love you too, brother. Can't all shows in like this? <laughs> Seriously. You're going to sleep well tonight, are you? <laughs> I'm so... Uh, just a smile on my face. Well, here's the thing. I love all the heretics and what they can all bring to the table. I do understand where some people are coming from, but I think also, too, it's just like when we came to town. You're constantly making new friends... And you have to get used to new personalities, and they have to mesh their way into the group. Otherwise, there's some people who have come up, and it wasn't for them, and they fell by the wayside. Mm-hmm. They still listen at home. They still dig the show there, but they figure out ah, coming up's not the thing for me. I think after a while, when you get to know each other, I think yeah. it works out. Don't, don't judge people too fast. And if Give so, it a little time. And even as if you're a heretic who thinks things should be a certain way, tell them. Like, hey, as one of the originals, you know, this is the way it's good. This is the way it needs to work, right, Doves? I I think that's the best way to go. All right, there you go. And don't forget this Friday in Melbourne, 17 stunts on the 17th at the Metro in Melbourne. Stunt Bowl Two starring Tuttle. Check out the hideout page on RealRadio.fm. What are you giggling about? This is last 45 minutes. Yeah, great, (laughs) epic, rack 'em.
<laughs> Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke for Middays. Phillips Fall in the afternoon. We're back at 7. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to The Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody. Come on, guys. Talk good. <laughs> be nice. <laughs> Oh, stop it. Question authority and stay classy, Central Florida, and heretics. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I'm a transaction. I'm a I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'm not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.